All right, let me stop and start the song over. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Waking Up with the Prophet. Let's go. First song of the day. I woke up, that's enough. Look in the mirror, brush off the dust. Talk to me nice, don't interrupt. Don't need to settle, I'm on another level. Yeah, I'm done with feeling low. Don't take it personal, it's like some miracle. So I look up, we're marching up. Don't need to settle. Cause when it's polar, it's rough. I know you fill up my cup. You give me more than enough. Aye, 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 aye. So now I'm turning the page. Don't see no other way. Ain't nothing else I can say. Wake up, it's a new day. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. And welcome back to Waking Up. Hold on, stop. We're going to wait on that song real quick. Hold on. Give me one second. We're going to wait on that song. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where y'all listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today, or maybe you just an entrepreneur and you just out here thugging. We still want to make sure that you're waking up the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I believe by faith that when you start your day off with the right people, right conversation, right God, right, right, 
prayer, all that good stuff. Things tend to go a little bit better. With that being said, though, let's go ahead and kick it into prayer just like always. Y'all ready? Let's go. Father God, we thank you for this grace, God. We thank you for this day, God. We thank you for everything that you've done, everything that you're doing. God, first and foremost, we just want to thank you for being you and God all by yourself, that you sit so high, but you can still reach so low. And we thank you, God, because you picked us up, oh God, and you continue to bless us, God, that you are not allow our headboard to become our tombstone overnight. God, we thank you, oh God, that you protect that you protected our faith, our family, and our kids. God, we thank you that you held us close to you on this weekend. And despite danger seen and unseen, God, you allow us to make it here to a new day. So God, we thank you for everything. God, before we even posture ourselves to ask you for anything, God, we just want to thank you for all that you are, all that you're doing. God, we thank you for the mission, purpose, and destiny of our life. Father, we also take a moment to repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, if there's anything that may separate us from your presence, oh God, that may cause us to stumble or, or not be a blessing to others, God, we repent right now in the name of Jesus. God, we ask that you are creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit, that we may worship you in spirit and in truth that we may be effective in our calling and everything that you have called us to do. And God, we pray that even as we come together in this room, God, that you will give us space, oh God, that you will give us a safe space and that you will give us the grace, oh God, to be transparent and fluid in our conversations. God, we ask that every conversation that we have in this room, oh God, will allow somebody to be educated, entertained, and edified. In the name of Jesus, Father, impact their life in a positive way, oh God. Cause them to think in a different way, oh God. Cause them to be more like your son, Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you now, God, because as we pray, we believe by faith that it is so. God, we believe by faith that all things are working together for our good and no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. God, we thank you for the grace of this week. We thank you for the grace of this month. And God, we know by faith that all things are working together for our good. So we say thank you, thank you, and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because it feel like a Monday, but it's a Tuesday and I'm going to turn up because it's the fifth day of the month. And I tell y'all all the time, guess what? Five is the number of grace. And I don't know about y'all, but I feel heavy grace this month. I feel big grace this month. I feel super duper grace this month. I don't know about y'all, but I feel something this morning. It's 8.30 a.m. It's time okay. to stand up, Amen. stretch, stretch. And make you some There breakfast. you go. Amen. Google and I already went off telling us it's 8.30 time for us to stand up, stretch, and make us some breakfast. So what I'm finna do right now is cut into our next song break, and then we're coming right right back with the scripture of the day. Y'all know how I am. I believe in starting my own storm, and I show a start in life without having a routine in place. And that was so good, you know, being able to talk about that this weekend. And I'm going to tell y'all more about it once we check in. But listen, make sure you start your day off every day with the proper routine, with a little prayer, with a little scripture, with one gospel song at least, you know what I'm saying, before you start listening to Cardi B, Sexy Red, and all the other folks. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get a little saved and then you know we'd be ratchet amen amen let's get to this song real quick though and then we're coming right right back all right all right let's go Nothing's more exciting than the time spent with you. No one but you can be true. How you love me when you love me and you tell me everything is gonna be alright. Yeah, and you mean the world to me. You are my everything, and I never, no, never. Never ever wanna know what it's like without you. I wanna wake up to you every day. I think I feel like this forever. As long as we're together, wanna know you each and every way. 
I promise to be honest when I speak to you. Wanna put you at the top of my list. Wanna walk in like I'm talking. Wanna give you everything. Please tell me that you're rocking with this. You know all the ways to speak to me. I like it when it's just us talking. And you don't hold it against me. That you don't really need me for nothing. But I need you for everything. And when I'm honest with you, telling you my issues. You keep it up with you every time I kick you with you. It's no games, no games. Oh, don't change, don't change. Cause you mean the world to me. You are my everything. And I never, no, never, never ever want to know what it's like without you. I want to wake up to you every day. I think I feel like this forever. As long as we're together, want to know you each and every way. I promise to be honest when I speak to you. Wanna put you at the top of my list. Wanna walk in like I'm talking. Wanna give you everything. Please tell me that you're rocking with this. You know all the ways to speak to me. When you speak, when you speak to me, I promise I'll listen. May not always get it, but I promise to try. Cause when you speak, when you speak to me, it feels right, it feels like I can do anything, everything, all things to you. I wanna wake up to you every day, I think I'm feeling this forever, as long as we're together, wanna know you each and every way. I promise to be honest when I speak to you, wanna put you at the top of my list, wanna walk in like I'm talking, wanna give you everything, please tell me that you're rocking with this. You know all the ways to speak to me. Yeah, speak to me, Lord. Speak to me. That's my jam. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Uh uh, I got you just a second, Wilds Group. Because y'all know it's New Music Monday and we're getting it all in. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If, like, No matter where you're at, whether you're on your way to work, coming from work, uh, you off work today, whatever the case might be, I hope you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, with a little God, with a little Jesus, with a little gospel, you know what I'm saying? No matter what the circumstances is, things tend to get better. Not saying you ain't going to have no ups and downs. Down, no bumps and bruises, no aggravation, irritation, and frustration, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But when you allow God to cover your mind, cover your heart, cover your spirit, and cover your day, guess what? Even when people try to piss you off, guess what? You don't even get that mad. You don't even worry about it, because you know God got you. Amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> With that being said, let's go ahead and get to the scripture of the day. Y'all know how I am. I don't believe in starting my room without prayer, with like scripture of the day, and without checking in. You know what I'm saying? I think we got to have some balance. You know what I'm saying? Before we get in here and having conversation, be trying to preach all up and down the street, all up and down clubhouse, try to give you all the other little stuff. We got to take a moment to just, you know, come together and read the scriptures and stuff like that. With that being said, though, the scripture of the day comes from Matthew 28. Matthew 28, starting at the 18th verse, and I'm going to read to the 20th verse, and I'm reading from the New International Version, brought to you by BibleGateway.com. Amen? All right. And it reads, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. And I'm going to read it one more time. It says, then Jesus came unto them saying, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded of you. And surely I will always be with you until the very end of the age. I'm going to stop right there because I think it's self-explanatory. Blah, blah, blah. I think it's self-explanatory. And I tell you guys all the time, I may not be somebody singing bishop, theologian, doctor, pastor, and all this other stuff, but I definitely believe that God plucked me up out of Birmingham, Alabama, put a word in my mouth for his people. And I believe that in this season, the word of God is go out into all the nations. Like we love saying that going, we love being a prophet to the nations and all this other stuff, but literally start going out and go everywhere you can. Speaking of who God is, I had an amazing four day weekend. And one thing that was always on my lips was God. Why? Because a conversation that sparks interest about who our God is, will always get somebody disciple. And this is my thing now. We cannot clean a fish until we catch a fish. And we have to get to the point of us going to the nations and catching fish before we try to clean it. So with that being said, listen, just go into the world and catch as many fish as you can. Go to as many places as you can, talking about what God has done for you, what God is doing for you, and what he means to you. That's all we have to do. We have to continue to show the love of Christ, continue to be there for people just like Jesus is there for us, and continue to disciple people. Why? Because that's how we get people to understand who God really is in their life. It's one thing to be introduced to another person, but it's another thing to actually know somebody. Does that make sense? It's, it's interesting if I introduce Natasha to Sonya and I'd be like, hey, this, 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 this Natasha, my friend. But it's another thing if you and y'all get to know each other. You know what I'm saying? When you come into fellowship with one another, guess what? The relationship grows to a whole nother level. So the Bible even lets us know right here that, yeah, it's okay to go out, introduce them, go spread the world to all the nation, but make sure that we're helping people build relationships with Christ. Amen. Making sure that we're discipling them and making sure that guess what? They're obeying the commandments just like we can. We 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 can't what's the, what the old people say? You can lead a dog or no, not a dog. You can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make it drink. Same with the word of God. Let's be the light. You know what I'm saying? Let's lead them there. We can't force them to drink, but we can at least be a light. Amen. 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 All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because we got some more music right before we start checking in. Y'all know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up With The Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you starting your morning? So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song break. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, go ahead and ping some people in the room. Share the room. Share it on your Facebook, Instagram, whatever the case may be. Get you a clip or two. Whatever, whatever makes you motivated. Whatever spreads the gospel for you, go ahead and do that right now. We're going to cut into another song real quick and then we come in right, right back so we can get ready to check in. Is that all right? Awesome. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lord, you should know I've tried it on my own Put my faith in me But the truth came to be Lord, I need you Lord, I need you and I'm sure you can tell, but I ain't been well. I 
away from your presence Feeling lost, getting desperate I need you Lord, I need you Living on my own Everything is going wrong Didn't want to admit it But now, Lord, I get it I need you Lord, I need you And I want you to know Wherever you go I follow you, Lord You see me through, Lord I need you Oh, Lord, I need you Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yeah, I, I have to do all of that. Good morning, good morning, good morning. 
<laughs> Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out. Maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good right stuff. Because I believe by faith that when you start your day off with the right people, right conversation, right support system, right routine, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no bumps and bruises, no ups and downs, no accidents, incidents, or coincidences, whatever the case may be. Because you definitely going to have some of those. But as you start your day off with God, as you continue to trust him, as you continue to love on him, allow him to love on you, guess what? Things tend to work out and work a little bit better. Amen? Amen. With that being said, it's time for our motivational minute. Y'all know at nine o'clock, everybody start coming in, bombarding the room, and then we'll probably never hear music again. So I like to make sure that we get our devotion time out first. We get that moment to worship. We get that moment, that moment to praise. We get that moment to actually, you know, settle our settle our spirits before we go out in the world having conversations with people, talking to other people, all the other good stuff. Because one thing about me, I tell people all the time, I can't stand nobody with a bad attitude. I can't stand nobody with a bad attitude. Like, like, did you pray this morning? Do you need to go talk to Jesus this morning? Because truth is, when you wake up and you go out into the world guess what people are counting on you like your yes is it's saving somebody else but you have to make sure that you're waking up every day and putting it on they said Amaris, why you wake up every day so happy why because somebody else like their salvation is dependent on me i don't know why but my yes matters not only for me but for my family for my friends for my co-workers and for every person that sees me so here's the motivational minute for today right before we cut into another song your motivational minute for the day is Put it on. Just put it on. Put your smile on. Put your hair on. Put your face on. Put your makeup on. Whatever you got to put on to be you, put it on and be you. Be the best you possible. I had to wear an outfit yesterday because y'all know I'm a model. I'm a brand ambassador outside of, you know, being profit. You know what I'm saying? I actually have a life called being a model. You know what I'm saying? And I had to put on an outfit that I didn't like. I really didn't like it, didn't really want to wear it. But at the same time, I had to realize that guess what? I'm the light in the situation. I'm somebody's conversation. I'm some I'm the light. You know what I'm saying? And if Jesus ain't come here for us to be the light, for us to be the leaders, for us to be anything, then what are we doing? No, sit back, put it on, and be you. Be the sunshine in the room and be who God has called you to be. What Nike say? Just do it. Just do it. Why? Because somebody's salvation is dependent on your yes. I don't know about y'all, but I thank God for my mama. I thank God for my grandma. Why? Because they, yes, got me saved. And because of my yes, guess what? We got nations following us. We have generations following us. We have coworkers following us. We have colleagues and classmates following us. Amen? Amen? So let's be that light. Put it on. Put your shine on. Put your floss on. Put your gloss on. Glow up, like the young folks say. Where your glow up at? Glow up. Because why? They're looking at us. I be realizing now, oh, yeah, you're 30, so you're one of the grown folks now. And I be wanting to act like a kid, and I still do be acting like a kid, but even say I have to realize, I'm the sunshine. I'm the adult in the situation now. I'm the bigger person. And guess what? Because I'm that person, I got to put it on. Amen? You got to put it on. Hashtag put it on. Last week we was taking off. This week we putting it on. <laughs> Listen, let's go ahead and cut to my last song break and then we get ready to check in. Y'all know how I am. I love checking in. I love seeing my people, but I like to have this routine. So many people don't have a routine with God. And that's why I said, so how you got a relationship without a routine? You I, oftentimes, especially with the young folks, because y'all know as a, as a prophet, I try to bridge the gap between the young and the old, the black and the white, the culture and the unculture, the church and the unchurch. And I say, how can you have a relationship with him without having a routine with him? 
Oh, Lord. Yeah, I missed that. That went over your head. How can you have a relationship with him if you don't have a routine with him? If I'm in a relationship with somebody, I'm calling him every day, three o'clock. How's work? What's going on? Good morning. You know what I'm saying? Because that builds my routine. That builds my relationship. So oftentimes we be trying to discredit religion and talking about, no, I, I'm, I ain't no religious no more. I just got a relationship. Well, your relationship will require you to have a routine. Amen. Let's just build a routine with him. Let's build a rapport with him. That's something that I even learned in sales. Let's build a rapport with our customers. Let's build a rapport with our client. God's not a customer nor a client. He's our God. He's our father. So we should have some type of rapport with him, some type of relationship with him, some type of routine with him. So in this season of our life, focus on building your routine with God. You got a routine with everything else. You got a routine with church. You got a routine with your kids. You got a routine with your job. You got a routine with your husband. You got a routine with the people who need something that you'll never answer the phone with. You know what I'm saying? So let's build a routine. Let's build a report and let's chase out them. What we said, let's put it on in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. With that being said, um, I'm going to go ahead and cut to another song because it's that time for us to go into get into our last song break before, you know what I'm saying, everybody pop in the room. Because once everybody pop in the room, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay. Okay. Hold on, Mary, Mary. I got you in just a second. But yeah, y'all know once everybody pop in the room again, we'll never hear music again. So let's go ahead and pop into another quick song break. And then we're coming back with the news, hot topics, check-ins, and all that other good stuff. I just wanted to make sure that we're motivated for this moment. All right? So if you love that, give me a high five. Give me, you know, the hands up. Drop a one in the chat. Drop a one on Facebook, Snapchat, wherever you're listening from. And then we're coming right, right back. All right? Mary, Mary, let's go. Because it's the God in me. I just want to tell the truth. 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 I'm just trying to explain 
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Good morning. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home for it, already at work, someone working out. Maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way with a little God, with a little gospel, with a little Jesus, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, and frustrations, because you're definitely going to have some of those. But you got to allow God to cover your day. You got to trust God with who you think you are. You got to trust God with all parts of your day. Because people is going to people, but God going to be God. Can I say that one more time? People is going to be people, but God is going to be God. And you got to trust God to be God. Amen. Amen. With that being said, it's time for us to check in. It's time for us to check in. The time now is 8.53 on the dot. And normally, you know what I'm saying? I don't be on stage by myself. Normally, my people here with me. But I guess they took a five-day weekend because, you know, yeah, I know the weekend was long and hard. It was long for me, too. I did like six, seven events this weekend. But guess and Y'all can probably hear my voice. I'm a little tired. But hey, we still going to rock out because guess what? We don't, we, don't, we don't die down for Jesus. I'm sorry. I just... Man, that, <laughs> Look, let me get to my check in because I be I be wondering like how folks be all Jesus excited at church and in clubhouse rooms, but then when you see them outside in the grocery store in the streets, it's like they don't know God. Like, come on, let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about God. You know what I'm saying? And I love it because I ain't always talking about God. Sometimes we talking about news, politics, and stuff else. But if I go outside. <laughs> Thank you. If I go outside, though, I should be able to at least tell that you got some God on you. I could, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, I miss looking at people and, can, and, 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 and seeing the presence of God on people. Like, maybe it's just me. I miss talking to people and I can tell they knew God. <laughs> Like maybe it's me. And granted, I had some fun times this weekend, some amazing conversation. But one thing I do miss is people being the light. Like just, just I don't even, oh, you a Christian? I couldn't even tell. <laughs> like, and no shade to people. But it's just like, come on, y'all. Let's be the light. If we see a young man falling, be the saved Christian and help him up. If you see a little girl acting a fool, be this, even if you don't want to check them or get them together, be a light to say, hey, baby, you better than that. Give them a hug and make a like I'm talking about be, 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 have some type of discernment. I'm sorry. Just I'm at least hug them. Even if I don't like what they're doing, let me give you a hug and whisper in your ear. There's more to you. You know what I'm saying? Something. Folks, like we be Christian, then just be rude and mad and judgmental. Like, no, give them a hug and say, baby, there's more to you or something. That's the best correction a person could ever give. Like, I'm just saying. But anyway, let's check in. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> 
Okay, so y'all know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up With The Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how are you starting your morning? And of course, I'm always go first because I'm the host and whatnot. But if you're in the audience and you would like to come up, you'd like to interact and mingle with us, feel free to come on up. Normally, my people be in here with me, but I guess it's, it's Tuesday and Tuesday acting like Monday. So everybody's just a little slow today. But hey, we still going to rock out and give Jesus name, you know, praise because I'm going to be here till 11 o'clock. But then after 11 o'clock, I might have to go take me a nap because it was just a long weekend. But with that being said, let me go ahead and check in. Prophet, it's on you. Again, good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, of course, as you can hear, I'm on 10. Um, I'm at a good solid five because I had a fantastic weekend. I was able to meet so many black people. I was able to witness and minister to so many people. It was an amazing time just being out, having events, um, enjoying the Labor Day weekend, enjoying um, 50 years of hip hop. They also had like all kinds of other events here in Atlanta, like Dragacon. I think there was some pride events going on. It was just an amazing time to be in Atlanta. And anybody who knows me knows that um, I'm well connected, like I'm well connected. So God had me in some spaces with some great people. I was able to have great conversations. I was able to give off some great energy and I was able to connect with people who I think really needs God. Um, I, I named the room Searching for God because I think so. there are so many people out in this world who are looking for God who are looking for somebody to smile, who are looking for somebody to hug them, who are looking for somebody to say, you know, let me be nice to you. So many people are not used to niceness. And it was just so amazing being able to go around people and spread the love, spread the niceness. When people say, look at your fruit, it's how you treat people. So I had an amazing time this weekend just seeing people, being able to love on people, hug on people. Like That's why I say, if I was a pastor, majority of my job as a pastor would probably be sitting at the altar or sitting in the vestibule hugging on folks just talking to folks because i believe that's what so many people need they need a hug they need a smile they need a conversation where somebody will listen to them and be able to tell them what actually is valuable to them oftentimes we want to preach so much that we never get to the solutions no some of these people don't need your preaching they need you to tell them what the solution is and help them get there and i think that's one of the things that i love about my weekend because i always have the time to sit down and have conversation with people who can not only tell me how they feel and be vulnerable but i can also help them with a solution i may not be able to know everything and tell them everything but hey having the conversation is where we start and from there i'm able to point them in the direction so i love that as far as the weather today um it's real sunny it's not really hot hot but you know the sun is out um i think we have hurricane season still passing through so there's some things you know i guess it's just lingering but it's 74 degrees right now with a high of 90. it's supposed to be real cloudy the sun's gonna be out but it's supposed to be real cloudy cloudy because I guess the storm coming through. But hey, it's a Tuesday. So I'm going to be training like it's a Monday. I'm going to be in the house all day. I'm going to be chilling, doing my work, all the other stuff. I have prophetic calls I have to make. I have sessions that I have to do. So yeah, we're going to be we gonna be grinding it out today, getting this money, entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Get this money. Five is the number of grace. So I'm praying that everybody has grace on this week, on today. Because you know what I'm saying? We just got back from a long day. Some kids are going back to school. Some parents are going back to work. And we got, what, a four-day work week. So I pray that we can get through this week smooth. Um, Here's my testimony, because it's Tuesday. Y'all know on Tuesdays normally we try to do testimony Tuesday here's my testimony I don't got nothing to complain for 
Normally, as believers, we get kind of so bougie, we kind of get arrogant that we always think that things are supposed to go our way. And we always tend to complain. Like, we don't understand how grateful it is to be grateful, how thankful it is to be grateful. Like, I was riding in the car, and I, <laughs> Lord, y'all forgive me, because I be thinking I'm still young, but I be thinking I'd be knowing I'm old. But I had looked at a kid this past weekend and who was complaining. I was like, bruh. You got to be grateful because my parents didn't even allow us to come out like this. You know what I'm saying? We grew up in such a different time. And sometimes we can find ourselves complaining because of where God has brought us from. But truth is, we have to be grateful of where God has brought us from. Does that make sense? Never get so high and arrogant and never forget what, like, what they used to say. Don't forget where you came from. Be grateful. Be humble of who God has blessed you to be and where he's blessing you to go. Amen. All right, that's my motivational meeting for today. I'm done. That's my check-in. Like I said, pull to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage. If you guys want to drop where you're listening from in the chat, want to drop your move on a scale of one to five, one to three, feel free to do that. Y'all know how it is. It's radio vibe. So I'm going to go ahead and cut into another song because I don't believe in preaching. I believe that God called me to be a prophet, pre- preacher, pastor, all the other stuff. But I believe that as we continue to cultivate the atmosphere for people to grow in Christ, that people will start growing in Christ. Does that make sense? I don't believe I always pe- preach to people, Bible bullying them. No, let's just talk about God. Let's just invite him into the space. And as we invite him into the space and we have those conversations with him, guess what? He'll continue to show up and do what he always do. Amen. Amen. With that being said, though, let me go ahead and cut to this next song. And then we coming right, right back because we got to get into our news. We got to get into our hot topics. There's so much that has been going on this weekend. And like I tell people all the time, as a believer, we can't just keep the Bible in one hand and not read the newspaper. Why? Because at the same time, everything that God is doing in heaven is happening also in the earth. And we have to be aware of what's going on in the heavens just well as we have to be aware of what's going on in the earth. So with that being said, let me cut to this song and then we come in right, right back. Is that all right? All right, let's go. I got it, I got it. Lost but now you found me. I don't know where I would be. I don't know who I would be. Yeah, yeah. 
Came in when I need him, he's a rider. All my haters, you know he be fighting. I never had no one to stick beside me. Yeah. And when it's cold, I know he got that fire. You made a way. You made a way. I don't know way. You keep on blessing. You keep on blessing me. Every day. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh yeah, we back, we back, we back, we back. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today. We still just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, with a little God, with a little Jesus, with a little gospel, all the other stuff, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, the frustrations because you definitely want to have some of those i believe by faith that sometimes things gonna happen but when you allow god to go before you cover your mind cover your heart cover your spirit guess what things tend to work a little bit better with that being said let's get into it because we back from a long weekend we done had a four-day weekend i hope y'all ate i hope y'all had y'all barbecue i hope y'all felt good i know we got to go back to work today and stuff like that but i hope y'all feeling good from this long weekend i pray that everything worked well in your favor this past incident or every coincidence that may have happened this weekend it blew over smoothly because that's kind of how it was for me no cap there are some things that happened in my life um in prior weeks anybody who's been on here for a couple weeks y'all know maybe like last week or the week before oh excuse me sorry somebody 
Sorry, somebody keep calling me. Stop. Y'all know I'm busy. But anyway, people know that, like, okay, a couple of weeks prior, I was in a car accident. But in the midst of the car accident, I still had opportunities. I still had things working for me. And as bad as I wanted to beat myself up, as bad as I wanted to bully myself, as bad as I wanted to quit, guess what? I did not stop. Why? Because I had one, I already, I already had the stuff booked and planned out. You know what I'm saying? So how dare me cancel? Because that made me look even bad. But then even still, how dare me not put God to the test? If I believe that God's going to walk me through this wilderness, if God's going to put me in that situation, and guess what? I got to be strong enough and faithful enough to continue to go with it. So guess what? Even this week, I had so many events to do. And it was hard because I did have a car. I didn't have to... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I had what I want to make sure I need what I need to do. But thankfully, God was with me. God was protecting me. I was covered all weekend. And we just had an amazing weekend. Like, I thank God just for that moment. And you know what I'm saying? That's always a testimony that I tell people I want to share. Because you don't have to talk about how God blessed you with this amount of money or this happened, this happened. Sometimes just living your life and being the best you possible is what really matters. And I think that shows the light of God. And we got to continue to do that. Because like I said, there were so many people this weekend who I can tell was just you know, kind of searching for God. They looking for a friendly face. They want somebody to smile at them and hug them. But sometimes we got to be there instead of always being bad attitudes and nasty. Because I'll be, I be, I be so confused on which ones of us is Christians and, and whatnot. But hey, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. It's time for news and hot topic. And I see my girl Money that came in the building. So I'm going to definitely let Money check in. But man, I got some interesting news to talk about. Y'all know CNN always runs me to the top five things of the day or the weekend. And yeah, one of them kind of is very, very interesting to me. But I'm going to go ahead and shout out Money and let Money check in. Because I love this picture, dog. Ooh. All right, money, go ahead and check in. Y'all almost slipped and busted my head just a second ago. <laughs> For real. Um, I'm exhausted. Um, it is currently 7.09 in Denver, Colorado. As y'all can hear, my voice is still waking up. Um about 56 degrees right now. I think we're going to touch 80 today. Um, but my weekend was, um, it was busy. I've been getting a lot of requests to do um, supporting roles for music videos, um, some movies. So that's been exciting. Um, but I've been still trying to figure out schedule because as you guys know, my son is in football. Um and is I'm trying to figure out how to be at two places at one time. <laughs> so y'all pray for the kid because I'll be exhausted. It's Tuesday, I think. Um, Did they have a game this weekend? Mike? No, thank God, because it wouldn't have happened. I, I just, <laughs> this weekend, when I say everything was boom, 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 back to back to back, I was like, ah, no. Um, but I do believe they have a game this Saturday, which I'm trying to figure out how that's going to work. Cause I have a lot this Saturday. Usually my weekends are like my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, I got a client today. I got a client tomorrow. I got a client the day after that. Y'all pray for me. Um, I do a little bit of everything. They be saying I'm a Jamaican. Uh, yeah I, so the clients for this week will be cleaning the clients for next week will be here so y'all pray for me <laughs> trying to keep up but other than that um 
I don't know. I need a Starbucks today, a Jamba Juice or something because the kid, uh, I'm busy. I don't know when I'm going to be able to squeeze in a full meal, but we're going to figure it out. Back. Praise the Lord. But yeah, I got bills and babies right now. So until I get some other sponsorship, uh, I got to keep working. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's the bills and the babies for me. Bills and babies. I don't got time to be playing in nobody's face. <laughs> and that'd be the hard part, trying to squeeze in the meal. Okay. You You'd be like, did you eat today? I'd be like, I don't right. remember. I really don't. Sorry. They'd be like, what you been doing? What haven't I been doing? Right, working. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Inflation. That's the hustle. And then we the adults nowadays, so we can't depend on them. And then what happened to the grandmas that used to watch the kids for you nowadays? They live like, in their best life, child. I'm talking about on vacations and everything. They outside, outside. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Well, money. what's up with this picture, though? That's the picture from the photo shoot or the video shoot? Yes, so that was, um, everybody who knows me knows I, I have the same people to do the same thing in my life. I've had the same hairstylist for 20 years. Um, I've had the same um, makeup artist for seven years because I got, I kind of got into makeup late. I didn't, I'm not a makeup person, but for production purposes, it does make a difference. Uh, so get somebody who knows what they're doing. Because my last person had me looking like, um, yeah, just had me looking how I was looking. I didn't like it. Um, so my makeup artist, um, she's been with me for like, I said, yeah, about five to six years. Um, so she does my production stuff. So whenever y'all see my face um, looking wonderful, she did it. That's what's up. Yeah, because you look real, real pretty on that. And I like Thank the straight Because I'm normally used to you with some colors or stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> my hair's colored under there. I'm weak. <laughs> Take this wig off, boom, color. I'm about to get another Body. color put in. It's probably some purple under there somewhere. Yeah, people be like, I'm used to seeing you with color. I was like, you can see it. I'm about to take this hair off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're we going to come up with some more uh, fun and interesting colors in a little bit. But uh, there's still some color there. That's crazy. That's what's up, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Listen, well, mine's it just come what it is because I ain't no tucking in. And locking this is already just stuck. But women, I swear, y'all be transforming. Yeah, that's what we do. Y'all be wanting different type of women, so we be trying to give that to y'all. Are we? <laughs> and then y'all want to call us crazy, like this is nuts. Y'all don't know what y'all want for real. Like this is not who she was yesterday. All right. <laughs> Man, speaking of, shout out to all the beautiful people that I've seen this weekend. Ooh, now, some ooh. of them were looking cool. But some of them was looking amazing. Of course, we had DragonCon here. So, you know, you had the different people dressing up in the costumes and stuff like that, which was real creative. But, you know, some of them looked amazing. Man, I just know we couldn't have been walking down the street together because the way I be already talking about people, Lord knows, you know, we would have just been, like, <laughs> laying hands delivering people. Like, what is you wearing? They would have been mad at me because I'm the last. And I'm allowed. Laugh, laugh. I was you, dying. You laughing. wanted to be seen looking like this, so I'm allowed. Yeah. Like you looking like that. 
Now, some of them had some cute costumes. Some of them really did. But then some of them was looking stupid because I seen this one dude. He had on the whole dog outfit. And I was like, what is up with them? They obsessed with trying to be dogs and bears. Yeah, you know, that's what people are identifying as now. Um, I wish I would. It's fur babies. I'm like, but nothing about you is a baby. Uh, so let's <laughs> grow up. That's number one. Number two, why do you have a whole tail on your behind? Right. But do your thing. Just don't bark yeah. over here. Have fun, go off. Just yeah, like you said. Just take your medicine, okay, before you come out of here. <laughs> now take your medicine, cause some of them act like they need some for real. Listen, one of the great things about my weekend though, which was kind of amazing, I'm mad because I really be needing a, uh, a videographer as a model or something like that. But I had the chance to meet, um, you know, one of the little TikTok stars. Uh, who was real dope. She had a lot going on. She was real cute. But one thing I don't like is how these influencers get in public and then they just act bougie. Like, no, baby, humble yourself. You got famous off TikTok. Like, calm down. Start hugging people. Start taking pictures. People be so interested in why I'm so nice and so friendly when I do appearances. It's because who am I? I'm nobody but Omar. It's nobody but profit. But it was a great time being able to see them and being able to have fun with them because I ain't going to cap. So I'm going to be a little, I be wondering, is all the screws there, money? <laughs> but I be telling folks, just because I feel like all your screws ain't there, don't mean I got to treat you wrong. So I'm going to still take a picture with you. I'm going to still smile with you. I'm going to still do, you know what I'm saying, do all my do my job. Some of them just, you know what I'm saying, they just be showing up looking crazy, looking a hot fool. Money, didn't you have to sing back up this weekend too somewhere? I don't know if you had told you had to sing somewhere Friday or not. Okay, probably not. Okay, yeah, probably not. I don't know why. I think maybe it was, was key for somebody else. I know somebody, one of y'all had told me, yeah, I had to sing the song this past week. So I definitely want to know how that goes. Because people who have to work on the weekend, I think we have a whole different energy. We have a whole different spirit. Most people who work Monday through Friday on the weekend, y'all be ready to sit down. Y'all be ready to chill. And I be like that too. Because I be working from home sometimes. So I be like, oh, it's the weekend. I can sit, chill. I can sit down. But, yeah, I don't really be working out like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think people who work on the weekend, y'all got a whole different grace. A whole different grace. But, no, speaking of, I wanted to talk about the news and hot topics because I think it's interesting um, what's going on in the world right now. Of course, we had Hurricane Idaline, uh, whatever her name is. Sound, that hurricane sounded old. Hurricane Idaline. Come on, Idaline. All right, whatever. But Hurricane Idaline and passed on through. Um, she made a definitely a, a, a quite a big a big of a ruckus um, in Florida. Um, yeah, yeah. Idaline just went through. It was a couple of people still displaced. So be praying for people in Florida. Be praying for people in South Carolina. Um, if you got people in those areas, make sure your people straight. Make sure your family straight. Also, another thing that was interesting that I realized this morning on the news was a Burning Man festival. Apparently. Um, they had the Burning Man Festival, and they said 700 festival goers got trapped in, like, a makeshift city in Nevada. So, y'all know, like, anybody who has been ever been to a festival, I've been to one, like, Bonnaroo Hangout Festival. Normally, they just set up, like, these big stages in, like, parks, concerts um, type of style, and, like, parks and random uh, fields or farms. I've been to one on the beach before. So yeah, they're like different like festivals. And Burning Man is like, a, a, I guess, one of those dope festivals. But apparently they went to Burning Man this weekend and got trapped. 
Like it was a storm that took place and in the midst of the storm, it was like heavy rain. And like I said, it's in a field, it's probably on the beach, that's what I was saying. So they got caught in like all of the, the mud and stuff like that. So they literally had like a driver advisory warning um, people not to drive, not to you know go too many places because the rain was so heavy, the storm was so thick, you know, they didn't want people to get stuck. Like y'all out there in the middle of nowhere probably. And yeah, it was like, yeah, it was a lot going on. But they said finally they made it out yesterday as things began to get safer, the storm calmed down. And yeah, it, it was a lot. But could you imagine like being in a field or something like that and being stuck out there because it's raining too hard? Because you like, it's, you trucking in the mud, like trying to get home. Now, I ain't gonna cap. When I went to, like I said, a burning, uh, uh, not burning man, where did I go? I went to Bonnaroo. Bonnaroo is like in a big field. Now, it didn't rain, but I could have even imagined something like that. If it, yeah, you we would have been stuck, and I would have been mad. I would have been sad. I would have been crying. I would have been thinking the Lord was coming to get me, or we was in a rapture. Like, it probably literally looked like a movie out there. They just stuck, getting rained on, you know, being disappointed. And I felt bad for them. But, yeah, it was, it was kind of interesting to realize, though, because it's like literally 7,000 people. Like literally stuck seven thousand. That's a lot of people to be in one area and don't nobody know what to do because it's a natural disaster. A natural disaster. Yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. Another thing that I also seen in the news, of course, was North Korea. <clears throat> and this is why I tell people we have to be mindful and prayerful of the things that you know is going on in our life and going on in our world. We love to say, okay, well, yeah, God got me. I'm gonna trust God. True, but also make sure you got some common sense to be paying attention to stuff. That's why they tell us get life insurance. That's why they tell us all this other stuff. So yeah, we we choose we pick and choose what we want to pay attention to. And truth is, I get it. But sometimes let's just be open and aware. Because one thing I seen in the news that was very interesting to me was North Korea. North Korea leader Kim Jong Un is traveling to Russia to meet with Vladimir Putin to discuss potential deals on supplying Russia and Moscow with more weapons for their war against Ukraine. Now, granted, this may not make sense to a lot of people. It may not even matter to a lot of people. But that's something that we have to be paying attention to because Kim Jong-un, Jong who is North Korea's leader, Russia, teaming up for a war already on Ukraine, and we already were supplying money to Ukraine. Yeah, we just got to be prayerful because... I don't need people being stupid. Now, people gonna people, and God gonna be God. But at the same time, let's also pay attention to the news. Let's be praying. And then, also, I think that might help our stocks. I don't know how y'all make money off of war. But um, if you investing in some stocks or some stuff like that, that's why you pay attention to the news, too. What you finna say, Monty? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Oh, but yeah, I was gonna say, that's why I pay attention to the news, too. Because that's how I always determine my stocks. When I see stuff in the news like Russia and Ukraine going to war, whatever the case may be, I'm going to start investing in some guns. I'm going to start investing in some artillery, whatever. I'm going to invest in something. That's another reason why us as believers have to pay attention to the news. Because how else are we going to be smart to catch up with stuff? But I think that's really all that I've seen from this weekend. Um, Monty, did you hear about anything interesting this weekend in your city? What's going down in Colorado? Or let's Child, look, I ain't going to lie to you. I do not be knowing. Time I found out about somebody something, one of my friends is asking me, "Am I going to this or am I participating in that?" That's about it, because for the <laughs> most part, my schedule be full. But I will say one thing about Colorado: we need to do better with advertisement. 
Um, yeah. We've had some amazing artists come to our city. Some of us didn't even know about it till the very last minute. And some of us have been asked to sing as like background vocals for these artists a couple days before they even get here. So we definitely have to do better with advertising and promoting out here. Yeah, yeah. And didn't um, Leandra come down here? Did you uh, did you uh, sing with her, or how did that go? Wait, what'd you say? Didn't Leandra come down there too recently? How did that um, go? She's been down here actually a couple of times, but she'll be down here at the end of this month. And actually, I believe we're opening for her. So, okay. Um, I think that will be September twenty. Is it twenty third? I don't know. I'll find the flyer or whatever. Um, but yes, yeah, she will be back out here. Okay, bad, bad. Listen, shameless plug, and I'm gonna tell people this. I've learned this. Y'all know anybody who knows me, I know I do marketing, do graphics, all this other stuff. Please start getting y'all flies at least 30 days in advance. Y'all know y'all finna do an event. Y'all know y'all marketing something. Stop waiting till the week of the, the week before to try to get a graphic, to try to get a flyer, to start promoting. No, the proper, like Monty just said, come on, it'd be some good people coming to y'all cities. It'd be some good events going on around town. And then, I ain't gonna cap, even for some of the people that I be want to support, I be like, bro, you just posted the flyer today, the event tomorrow. That what we gonna do you? <laughs> Unless you running and hiding from somebody, I don't recommend you do that. Right. I'm like, what is you doing? No. And AI I mean, is still not professional pictures, so please get a professional picture done <laughs> so they know who they're looking at when they come to the city because some of y'all be capping for the app. That is not you. Mommy, I, now, I wasn't going to go there, but not the AI pictures. Mm-mm. you got to go there. The AI pictures? People still use yes, the AI because pictures? Yes, like because I'm like, you don't look like that now, my love. <laughs> Maybe that AI could have been you 15 years ago, but no, I'm not going to do that. That's your AI fishing. Basically, and your fingers are still crooked because I don't know what's going on with AI, but it just be having people fingers and toes, all types of messed up. I ain't gonna count. I would recommend it for some people though, because mm-hmm. I ain't gonna count. I, I seen it on somebody's business flyer. I was like, oh yeah. You look very professional. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna let you work my case. Them look like forex trader pictures. Mm-mm. What you said? They look like forex trader pictures. Yes, get you a good stylist <laughs> and get you somebody who knows how to do makeup. And even for men, I, I can't stand when men be like, "Oh, I'm not finna do all of that girly stuff." Sometimes you need a little bit, a, a little bit of makeup for pictures and production. Yeah, because some yeah. of y'all dudes be looking real ashy. And not too put together. Get your eyebrows cleaned up. Get your hairline together. But, you know, you might need light makeup for production purposes. Didn't nobody say you need to put on lip gloss and none of that. Just light makeup for production. That's what's up. I ain't going to cap. And it's so good to hear you say that to a firm man about that. Because I feel like a lot of men are so insecure about things like that. Like, no, bro, it's okay. You don't have to be gay to, like, you know, get makeup or all this other stuff. No, it's for production reasons. You know what I'm saying? It's for you just grooming yourself. Like, I even tell guys nowadays, it's okay to go get a manicure and get a pedicure, bro. She likes you to have pretty feet. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, but I do. I get where men come from um, with certain things because of the narrative that is pushed um, yeah. but for whatever reason you know you got a lot of these new men getting color on their nails you do not have to get color and yeah. even when you go to get a basic manicure and pedicure you don't even have to get shine on your nails 
Like yeah. if you have the right nail tech that knows what she's doing as far as buffing your nails, she can make it look good, healthy. You have a natural shine on it, so your nails ain't glistening in the sun when you get the clear and all. You won't got to do all that. Yeah. I understand yeah. some men are like really like, Mm-mm. and I get it, and I see why, but. I understand. I wouldn't recommend you walking around with makeup daily if that's not your thing. Facts. But this, we're just talking about for production, but you shouldn't be ashy when we see you out. You don't have to have white knees. Not white knees, my, oh my God. For real. Don't, don't act like you don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think most men aren't even taught how to groom well anymore. I ain't gonna cap. Like a lot of men haven't been taught like to groom yourself, to take care of yourself. And honestly, it really takes a woman sometime in the man's life to make him want to care about himself. Especially like think about it. When I was a little boy, like, you know what I'm saying? I was playing outside in the dirt, didn't care. The minute I got a girlfriend, who I'm putting on collar shirts, I'm brushing my hair. Mom, can I have some cologne? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all be trying to put on cologne without that deodorant. I'll be concerned a little bit. Not the deodorant, dog. Put them arms. (laughs) Don't put that cologne on no funk. Because she going to smell what you really smell like. <laughs> Don't do it like no, that. Lord. Like get under them arms real good. Okay. <laughs> Don't miss but a I spot. Mean, hey, that's the basics for men, though. As long as we put on a little deodorant, we be good. I'd be really? knowing men. I'd be like, bro, get you some smell good. <laughs> you said what? Sure. No, they're not too small. Jesus Christ. <laughs> y'all, if y'all looking for somebody to sponsor, my son needs sponsorship. He's growing a little too fast for my liking. <laughs> Not too fast for your liking. Right. When I mean, you the one feeding them. It's I on got you, to. I, y'all just want me to get my kids processed food so bad. My kids eat real food. That's why they go to other places and show they tell sometimes. Because they be like, uh, what is that? I'm like, Mm-mm, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> what to eat. Listen, another thing that happened this weekend, and I think I don't know if this is my weekend rewind or if this is my testimony Tuesday. But um Christian Rockner had her baby. Give God come on, let's give God right. praise. I thought you was the baby dad <laughs> at first. He said, I'm so nope. excited. I said, Oh. <laughs> what you need then? Monty, I was so invested. I thought that was like, your son. I said, Jesus. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Prophet. <laughs> no, I'm not happy Father's Day. Happy Father's, congratulations! <laughs> hey, Miracle Mama. Listen, I ain't having none yet. Me and my mama was talking about that. Now I got a little brother who's going through baby mama issues. I said, listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. Okay. And even looking at Christian and Blueface, they make me want to wait even more. <laughs> they make me want to get these kids back. <laughs> like who raised them? I got a headache watching y'all, so we just gonna stop watching y'all. <laughs> That's hey, I'm out. so invested in they show. I just hate Blueface. I ain't even gonna say I hate him, but like <laughs> he gives off the typical toxic man who, bro, you not like this is a black queen. She finna have your baby. Is that how you like? Come on, dog. But when both this of y'all act like wild animals and stuff, like. It, there's a lot, there's a lot to their dynamic. And if you look at their family, I just be like, my Lord, well, <laughs> my Lord, well, <laughs> uh, have yeah. some interesting examples. That's what I'll call them. 
interesting examples. What's crazy is it's somewhat relatable. That's why I feel like I understand what they be going through, but at the same time, they be like, oh, where did it go left? Like, how did it go left and go this bad? Like, Jesus. <laughs> like, how did it go this this far left, dog? Like, I don't even know. But hey, Miracle Mama, hey, Pastor Chong. I'm sorry, let's refresh real quick. We just talking about our typical news and our topics. We didn't check in, and it was me and Monty in here just vibing and chilling. But, of course, because I wasn't here yesterday because we had a holiday, you know, we was giving our Weekend Rewind testimony on Tuesdays and just talking about some of the stuff that we seen this weekend. Like, you know, my, my imaginary baby mama in my head, Krishan Rock, she didn't have her baby. And I'm for some reason, I'm just so invested because I didn't, you know, when you be watching people publicly on social media, sometimes you get invested in their life. And Krishan is one of those type of people, you know, I don't, I don't be fanning out over people for real like that because I can touch shoulders and meet everybody. Like, I literally have a philosophy that you want personal away from meeting anybody. But if I was to meet anybody, Krishan would be my girl. Like, that's my dog. I want to meet Krishan so bad. And I want to meet my nephew. That's my new nephew. Now I got two nephews in one year. I got Roman and I got Blueface Jr. or whatever his name is going to be. <laughs> his name is Krishan. No, it ain't. Yes, it is. You for real? Yes, child. Oh, so that's your little that. nephew. Make sure you don't you're not a deadbeat uncle and send her some money. Right, because Blueface ain't gonna help her survive at all. Like Jesus Christ on the cross. But I ain't gonna count. When they showed the video of her giving birth, and all I hear was her mama in the background. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> I tell you, I pray Oh, Ebony, how you doing this morning? Let's check in. Help us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, it's been an eventful 48-ish hours. Uh, but we in his name. We are here in his name. I uh, hope y'all have a great day. We are in the middle of a September heat wave here in the DMV. It's supposed to be 99 degrees today. Um, and the rest of the week is supposed to be in the high 90s. I don't, I don't know where the heck that came from. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Weather here is weird. It always kind of goes in and out. Um, comes in with a bang, goes out with a bang. So I guess that's what's happening now. But I'm, I'm kind of ready for fall. I'm actually ready. I got some. Fall is my fashion season. That's my fashion season. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm ready. Um, and I got some real cute stuff in my baby boy to wear, too, that I can't wait. You like the coats, the sweaters, stuff like that? Yes. The okay. Dusters, okay. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, let's oh, see. Man. Yeah, it's just been a it's been a I'm I'm more like a two right now, to be honest. Um, it's been it's been crazy. So Saturday, uh, we had a cousin cook out my cousins. We have like a every month somebody hosts a gathering of some sort. And uh, one of the places we normally have it is at my cousin Skip's house. He has a bomb outside, like He's got it set up like a, it's like a whole Applebee's. Like, it's really dope. TVs and all of that outside. And it was a really nice day Saturday here. It was like 83, 84, sunny, breezy. It was great. Everything was going great. Great to our cousin sipping paint. And I noticed two, what I thought were mosquito bites on my daughter's face. So, I was like, oh, Lord, she might step on the mosquito. All right, let's get ready to go. Because I didn't, I didn't want to risk Roman getting stung. He's not had bug bites yet. I don't know if he's allergic, whatever. And we'd already been there a couple hours, so Gary we would go home. Well, Sunday, we wake up, and my child is swollen, swollen. 
like under her eye, her cheek is swollen. I'm like, oh God. So I ended up just keeping her home. Well, mm. then we woke up yesterday morning and my child was unrecognizable. Um, she was what, Ebony? Unrecognizable. Oh, wow. Like, completely unrecognizable. Um, so I ended up rushing her to the emergency room and it was just, it was a whole lot. Um, so she's been a lot the past couple of hours having to watch her since we came home yesterday making sure that she um, properly took uh, check your phone in a second mine you too um, just to make sure that her like tongue wasn't swelling she wasn't having breathing issues I had to keep her home from school today probably for the next two or so days so CPS don't think my child got in a fight or she's abused at home or something but it's yeah. it's been eventful. It's been eventful. So yeah, I'm I'm on like a two. Uh, but I'm gonna get up. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna get my joy. I'm just I'm just really tired. Really yeah. Tired. Um, but yeah, that's it. Um, no breakfast as of yet. I'm probably gonna make me some iced coffee and I'll probably just wait till lunch. So I'm really not hungry. So yeah, that's it. That's all checking. Okay. Okay. Well, we're definitely gonna keep praying for you. Father God, actually, God, we stop right now just to intervene. God, we ask that you to touch Ebony and touch Ryan right now, wherever they are, God. Heal Ryan from the top of her head to the sole of her feet. God, bless her. God, keep her, cover her, and protect her. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, because, Thank you, you know, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, as you can see, I couldn't send her to school like that. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't send her to school like yeah. that. I mean, she's acting okay. Like, at first, she wouldn't, like, eat. She was just real sluggish. She just was not feeling good. She's actually back to herself, like back in high spirits. But I mean, the swelling it's a little less than what you see right there. Like the eye is a little less. The cheek is still pretty puffy, but it's the eye that they were worried about. Um, yeah. You know, what like if it was going to swell shut, whatever. So they gave us some antibiotics that's supposed to be due today. The other like allergy medicines, they actually were even filled out yesterday. But the um, the other antibiotic we're supposed to be able to get this evening sometime so we can get that and just make sure that it doesn't get infected because the swelling was moving around her eye um, but it looks like it's going down so prayers that it's it's not infected that it actually is going to resolve itself but yeah she got a bee sting and a mosquito bite how freaking unlucky um and she's apparently allergic to both so yeah wow that's crazy oh well, yeah, I pray that she continues to be covered and blessed and that, you know what I'm saying, everything work out better. I'm going to definitely keep praying for y'all because oh, I don't like seeing kids like that. <laughs> It'd be so weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I'd be grateful for certain things because be like, oh, like, if that was me, I would feel horrible. Like, oh, but at least she feeling better because, you know, look, kids don't be caring. They, they, when they feel bad, they feel bad. You can always tell. But when they start feeling good again, they be regular, and they don't even be caring if they still scarred up or swollen. So they just be turned up. So I hope she continue to feel better and that the swelling continue to go down as well. Mm -hmm. All right, well, Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Go ahead, check in. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing great. Thank you very much for asking. Everything is well. I am happy. I am feeling pretty good. Thank the Lord. Recovered from everything. I think this weekend was a great weekend, uh, especially for uh, it being Labor Day and stuff like that. So I had a great weekend. 
uh, went to breakfast. You know, uh, IHOP has these, they've been showing commercials about these new biscuits or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we went there, my wife and I, she treated me to breakfast. And, uh, oh, that's cute. All and, right. Uh, and so we went to IHOP yesterday morning and uh, had that, those biscuits. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but you know, it won't grandma's. You know, we, we, we always got it. You got to compare, you know, but it was big biscuits and it was, it was, it was nice, you know, so, but it, but it was good. Um, Sunday was good and I'm just happy. Thank the Lord, you know. Pastor Charles, what did you preach about Sunday? Uh, I was still in the Pulse series and this week I talked about pressure and I talked about that pressure in and of itself, blood pressure is part of our life and even at time tell that bait tell that dog to hush right i was doing all that crying i'm talking here anyway <laughs> um talk about pressure uh, blood pressure in and of itself is not a bad deal nothing i mean that's a part of life but high blood pressure and it being always high that is a problem and i talked about sometimes some things are self-inflicted wounds you know we we do it and it's self-inflicted we 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 actually have moments where we uh you know take on undue pressure sometimes you know we um do things to try to impress others and it causes pressure um, to do that you know so you know i was just kind of going from that angle and and talking about that and i actually had one of the we have several nurses in the church then I had one of them taking my blood pressure and kind of doing it as a demonstration, sort of. Oh, for real? Let me go back and watch. You know, I've been off all weekend. So I go back and watch. Now, she took your blood pressure during service, Pastor Charles. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, is that you're not supposed, you have to be 10 minutes. You're supposed to be quiet. You're not supposed to be uh, talking and that kind of thing because all of that affects your pressure. I mean, I said, I could be, you know, preaching and doing what I'm doing. I said, there's a lot of different things that are happening. I'm a little nervous, you know. There's a little bit of things where, you know, I'm talking the whole time. You know, you can't cross your legs while you're while you're doing it. I mean, so many different little pieces that go with that. So, yeah, but I talked about everyday life sometimes can cause pressure. You don't even realize it, but it's, but it's pressure. And I uh, just went from that angle. But I talked about that. You know what? Um, the creature just troubled on every side, but not distressed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast mm-hmm. down, but not destroyed. Kind of went, I went from that angle, talking about it from that perspective. That, you know what? You're going to go through some stuff, you know, yeah. but you're not going to go under. You, you're going to yeah, have yeah. issues, but you're not going to go under. Yep. That was it. That's cute. That's crazy. I think that's interesting because I got to go back and watch it because it reminds me of like the season of my life right now where it's like, you know, like I said, I just had a little car accident a couple of weeks ago and there's some pressure with still having to make it to the destinations that I have to go to. But at the same time, it's also applying good pressure that makes you not be, you know, um, down in your, you know what I'm saying, down in a stupor, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's applying good pressure that actually makes me want to be consistent in what I'm doing. But at the same time, that pressure is also, you know, kind of weighty, kind of heavy. You know what I'm saying? You do feel it. So, yeah, that's what's up. I'm going to have to go back and watch that, Pastor Charles. Y'all know I'll be, I'll be nosing when I get back into my office. So, today is my Monday. So, I'm going to go back and watch Keith Pastor too. Keith, what you, pre- well, no, nah, did you, pre- what, did y'all have like sneakers and something this Sunday? 
Did you preach again this Sunday? I didn't. That was um the last Sunday. Oh, okay. So what y'all did this Sunday? How your weekend was? Go ahead and check in for me. Do do do. Hey everybody! I had a hamburger patty from the cookout yesterday, <laughs> and um, some water and soda and stuff. I called myself trying to be good and just do the water, but I just need an extra hit this morning, so I went back and got the soda. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's about it as far as breakfast. I'm at about a four point seven, and um. No, this this weekend was really good. This past Sunday, uh, she tried to preach, but, you know, the Holy Ghost came in, took over, and she just ended up prophesying the whole time. Um, and that that was about it. But um, it was really good. And then I do praise and worship for another church uh, as well on Sundays. And, um, you know. I didn't know that. I Yep, I do praise and worship at a Baptist church at 9. Um, a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they they don't act, they act like Baptistical. Okay, okay. So, um, I forgot what. Well, no, he preached about um, uh, about something. I know it had to do with appreciating the valley, and the only reason I'm not really sure of the title is because at the time when he gave the title, I was in the back um doing some stuff. But um, he talked about appreciating um, the valley. Um, I forgot the name of the sermon, but I know it was something about appreciating the valley. Um, but anyway, it was good. Um, both services. And this weekend was pretty good as well. And um, we're actually on the road again tonight because my pastor has to preach uh, in Greensboro. So my hometown. So I'll be there tonight. And then we got a millennial revival coming up Friday and Saturday of the week so it's gonna be a pretty busy week for us traveling wise it's gonna be the millennial revival at your, at, uh, your yeah place. i'm hosting a millennial revival um oh yeah so that was the fly i was saying then. Mm-hmm. yeah and you're doing your live recording too keith yeah I'm do- about. <laughs> yeah i'm doing my live recording on the 21st of october i'm excited for you dog that's what's up. You got like what you recording? You got original music, an album. What we doing? Tell oh, us. Like yeah. I like you, our friend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm doing a live recording. Um, as a right, it started out with me just doing one or two songs, but then, um, when I put it out, support got you know it was it was more people. You know how you ex- you don't expect things to be as big as you you know I guess they probably yeah. would be. So yeah. I'm just thinking it's probably going to be, you know, 50 people in a room and we're just going to do like one or two songs or whatever happens next happens next. But it turned from being invitation only to now me having to open up because the support was great. Um, So I'm going to be doing five to six songs and they're all original. The none cover. Oh, that's what's up, dog. Yeah, so um, that's what's going on now. The only thing I'm trying to solidify now is a venue, but I should have that this week, and then I'll put out an official flyer sometime within the next maybe two to three weeks or so. Okay, you gonna do it in like a church venue or something? I was trying not to do a church. Okay, okay. But um, I guess a push come to shove, it might might go back to the church house. So we'll see. But um, I'll keep y'all updated. But yeah, I am doing a live recording. Yes, it's all original music, and it's gonna be everywhere. 
um, and whatnot. And I oh, and I do while I'm saying stuff. I have a, a, a awards program coming up in Mississippi. I got nominated for best male vocalist of the year. I don't know. Whoa! The dog. <laughs> I, I don't know how it happened, but apparently somebody nominated me in Mississippi. And That's um so I gotta go for that. So yeah, God is doing a lot of things. It's it's really um it's a lot going on before the end of the year. But yeah, I'll keep y'all updated. But yeah, just pray for me because I'm doing a lot of traveling right now. That's what's up, dog. I appreciate that. No, for you even, you know, coming in and telling us, because I know you've been busy, but, you know, I just see the flyers and be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, turn up, turn up. But then I seen this live recording flyer, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we finna do something big now. So, yeah, you write your own music. We finna, okay, if you need a host, I'll come down and host for free. You know, normally I get paid, you know what I'm saying? You got to pay me to show up to most places, but I'll come down there and support you for free. I'll come down there and support you for free. <laughs> well, I I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <laughs> no problem, dog. That's what's up. Even y'all know, I be Googling and searching why I be typing just to make sure I'm seeing what I'm seeing and know what I'm talking about. But, bruh, even the ripped, uh, what was it, the ripped jeans and pure heart, I want to come down there for that. Like, you and Dr. Penny be down there tearing it up in Sumter, South Carolina. Like, yeah, I'm such a big fan of y'all now. And y'all be my friends, but y'all know, I just be Y'all, y'all, y'all who I be a fan of, you, Monty, Ebony, Pastor Charles sometimes, <laughs> I'm joking myself, Pastor Charles all the time, and Mama Lynn, because Mama Lynn then finally came in, hey Mama Lynn, we was just checking in, talking, y'all know, we can rerun style, because I ain't seen y'all the whole day, y'all can tell my voice gone, Money voice gone, everybody voice just gone, Ebony tired, like we all just had a long four day weekend, so we just checking in, chatting it up, Um, so Mama Lynn, you can go ahead and check in too, because I'm over here trying to make sure I can schedule dates to go up there and see Keith and host his host his live recording. <laughs> Blessings, everyone. Blessings. Um, I'm on a five. I normally say I'm on a ten, but I'm on a five. Mama won't out. Mama won't out. <laughs> it is 73 degrees here uh, with a high of 95. I got a breakfast sandwich, but I have not eaten that yet. Uh, I got coffee. I'm moving slowly. Uh, <laughs> my weekend was sort of packed. Uh, I didn't do much Friday. Saturday, I did some running around. Went picked up a birthday gift from my girl. Sunday, I celebrated my third granddaughter's eighth birthday. Yay, she turned eight. My grandkids are growing up on me, y'all. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> they growing up too fast, Mama Lynn. <laughs> they growing up too fast. I'm sitting there looking at them at the house talking about, uh-uh, slow down. Wait a minute. So, you know, so they growing up on me too fast, but I thank God that I live to see it. Yeah. Um, um, bless me, because I got seven more birthdays to go to this month, and one of them is my daughter's, and I'm trying to figure out what am I going to do for her. On Sunday, I went to the ball game. I mean, Monday, I went to the ball game, y'all. 
They was at four o'clock. It was good. We the won. baseball game. Yes, the Red Swan. I got to see it. They played the Mariners, and it was good. It was just hot. I'm Mama Lynn, saying. baseball games be they don't feel long to you. No, no, no. See, I can go see it live. I can't watch it on TV and I can't oh, okay. listen on the radio. That's like watching paint dry. Mm. <laughs> so, but at the game, see, at the live game, they playing music. They got you moving, you hollering, you yelling. You know, the atmosphere is different. Yeah. You know, you're smelling them hot dogs. You got to get you some hot dogs. You got to get you some <laughs> I had to go. I don't like Gatorade. I don't like Powerade. But I told my daughter, come on, I need to go find me a Gatorade or a Powerade. She said, I you just need some water. It. I said, I need one of those. So I ended up giving me a Powerade, and that helped. Because sitting in the sun... We weren't directly in the sun, but we was in the sun. And, um, yeah, that that felt good. And I just said, I'm just tired, y'all. I'm yeah. tired. I'm tired. That's, being out in the sun, I'm sorry. I don't care how much sunscreen you got on and how wide that brim is on your hat. You feel it. I mean, you feel it. So other than that, y'all, I'm going to sit back and listen. Because I just want to go home and crawl in my bed. I'm just telling y'all the truth. I do not want to be at work. I want to be at home in my bed or sitting in a chair with my feet up. That's where I'm at. But love y'all. Love you more, Mama Lee. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to be to that age, like. Well, I'm going to slow down and wait because I used to say I can't wait to be grown now, but even now I'd be like, yeah, I, I understand what y'all saying about like not growing up so fast because I wish I could just slow down. I wish I could go back to 16, 13, 18. I, I don't know. What would be the perfect age for you? to If you could go back to any age, this is a question for the whole room. What age would you go back to? Me, I'd probably go back to a good 10, but I'm only 30, so... Ebony, Papa Charles, Keith, Mama. I go back to a kid. <laughs> I'm serious, boy. I miss. I miss being in the kitchen with my mama, yeah. or just going outside, jumping rope, and playing jacks yeah. and marbles and red light, green light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those yeah. days that we played, uh, these kids don't know what outside fun is. I, I, I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. They fun do look different. Because I be like, where your friends at? They be like, in my ear. I be like, what? They on the headphones. No, go right. meet them in real life. <laughs> right, right, right. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I just like thinking back. Kids. Yeah, I don't want to do the fight. I just want to have the fun. That's <laughs> about it. 
Facts. Me too. I ain't gonna cap. I would definitely go back to just being a kid. Pastor Charles, what about you? What would be a typical age, like or a perfect age, not typical, but a perfect age for you to go back to? For me, I think about 15, 16, 16. I think 16 was right when I was starting to drive. And so I, re- I want to be right there and kind of go through the high school thing a little bit better. Um, I, I would just need to have my full knowledge of what I know now. Yeah. Um, and then be, be 16, able to drive, and then actually give some good wisdom stuff that I, you know, that I would, I know ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> you know, I, I, I say it's my mind now, but if I could just go back to 16, even if I had the mind that I had then, I think there'll be something that would trigger that would kind of like, Oh man, you don't have to impress these crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. Get your stuff together. You fat and you, and you're fabulous. Do what you got to do. <laughs> Period. Period. And fabulous. Yeah. You're talented. You're gifted. Yes. You're black. You, you know, Oh my gosh, man. I mean, just so many things. Like, I mean, no, and I need to have my mind now. But I think I would have told some people off. I probably would have died early because I would have told some folks off. You grown. <laughs> you think you know everything. No, no. I just know it. You stupid. That's what I, I'm sorry. I see it. I'd be disrespectful. See, no, no. But I, I would sure be saved. And I'd be, I'd be prophesying all over the place. And I'd still be right. Yes, sir. I'm telling you. Ain't no good coming to you, son. You better do it right, mother. I know you acted like it, but you ain't, you ain't really saved behind closed doors. Get that liquor mat around the corner and stop going over to the to the, to the folks out them stop. The Mister Johnny House. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the age. If I could go back to an age, I think I would. I think it'd be about fifteen. Especially, I think sixteen because I'm already I'm driving back then. Yeah. So, yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. I think 16 was a good age for me. I wasn't driving at 16, but of course, I always had a way around because my mom or somebody was always, I think at 16, um, I was doing ministry. It was crazy. I was doing ministry at 16. And one thing about, I, one thing about it, I tell myself all the time, um, that if I was to go back to an age like 16, I would stop taking things, that, not as serious, but you know, like back in that day, we were 16 trying to be 30. We were 16. I'm talking about they had us shopping at KNG swearing. We was whole bishops dressing up. Like at that time, I would have been trying to be like a 16 year old. I think then I was trying to just be somebody's. <laughs> I was just trying to be a church so bad. I was just trying to be saved, like what mama taught us. And I think, like you, Pastor Charles, if I go back to the age and be 16, I would not necessarily take myself a little bit less serious. But yeah, I would redo 16 only because there's so much that you learn at that point in your life and it's such a pivot for you that, yeah, I would, that's a good age to go back to. I ain't gonna gab. I like that. Ebony, what about you? If I could go back to an age, I would go back to 18. Okay, um, why 18? I would definitely go back to 18 because at 18, I was making good money straight out of high school because I was already yeah. at ENC. Um, so I got my EMT certification when I was 17, my senior year of high school. Um, I was making good money. And if I was smart, I would have probably, and this is not a popular answer, but oh well. Um, I probably would have not went to school and took them loans out. And instead, I would have got a mortgage. Mm. I would have bought a house. Mm. I would have bought a house. Mm. That's what I would have done. 
because the house, the houses that I, you know, even like where I was living at that time, those houses are worth real good money in Baltimore right now. So yeah. I probably would have bought a house and then uh, perhaps went to school. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, when I started school, I went for nursing. Um, and that's obviously shifted. But maybe I wouldn't have gone to school. Maybe I would have just continued um, in my path to, you know, full on paramedic. I could have been a police chief. I mean, a, a fire department chief by now. Who knows? So I, I think I would have just, I didn't have financial guidance. Like yeah. my parents didn't even come with me to my first day of college. Like they didn't care. They weren't involved. They weren't taking no loans. Like they didn't care. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have the guidance. Everything that I did pertaining to school and college, I did it myself. Even all the applications I got, I got um, accepted to like 11 schools, had amazing SAT scores. I think my first try I got like a 1390. Um, I had really good SAT scores. Like my parents didn't care. They, they didn't care. At that time, my mother wasn't in school. She, she hadn't been to college. And so I was the first in my family to actually go to college. Everybody was so excited, but nobody was helpful. Mm. Um, in that mm. So if I was 18, I would buy a house. I would have sought out, you know, help um, to, you know, get through my schooling, uh, applying for certain scholarships if I went so that I wouldn't have had school debt as the first thing on my credit report. And that's why I'm working so hard to make sure that it's not my children's story. Um, yeah. You will buy, if you don't want to go to college, you're going to buy a house with this money I'm giving you for school. But you're not going to have that that level of school debt. You, you're not going to be a slave to the government for the rest of your life, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy because what's interesting is, like, y'all know, I've been talking to thousands of people on the weekend sometimes. So it's interesting because I've heard that narrative so, well, not so much, but I've heard it a lot. And it makes me think about even having conversations on here about, like, stuff like affordable income and housing because there are so many people that, that's, like, it's the fact that you said. It's time to you, stand up and stretch. Thank Let's you, take a break. Is it too right, son? All right. Thank you, Lisa. Anyway, but yeah, the fact that Steve was there. I mean, it's not there, but that's why I said, like, listen to what Ebony just said, putting that money into, like, getting a mortgage, getting a house. That's what a lot of people should probably do instead of wasting their. I mean, I, I wouldn't say it's a waste of time going to school, though, but at the same time, putting that money elsewhere can somewhat help a lot of black people out. Let me just put it like that. Cause they like I don't know. Sometimes it put people in debt. Sometimes it don't. So I was just thinking, I, like I think of that as an alternative. Cause I probably would have did the same thing. Like people look at me now and they be like, "Oh, we got a nice little townhouse." No, I would have put it in actually getting me a home. Like what I pay right now for this three bedroom townhouse, I could have did what Evan just did. Said put it in the mortgage. That's smart. And I think that's what we gotta start do as black people. Get some land. Get a, get get a house. Get some land. Like I don't know. I think that's a good idea. I mean, my, my grandma used to say all the time, there are two things that ain't that ain't being made no more. Ain't no more pages in the Bible being no more, and God also ain't making no more land. Hello, Ebony. What's the first part again? <laughs> he ain't adding no more pages to the Bible, and he ain't making no more land. <laughs> Period. That's it. So get you some while you can. Like that's the only thing you can do. And I think the best thing for me to do, I'm finna get me some land. Like Pastor Shaw got land. Ain't that right, Pastor Shaw? I'm finna be like Pastor Shaw. Give me a give me some land to own. Pay a mortgage on something. 
Man, look, I, I had so many houses now at this point. My wife is already now, she's talking about we got to downsize because my boys are kind of getting vacating and stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm with you on that. Get, yeah, let's downsize. And we have, I'm just thankful, thankful, man. Pay your mortgage, pay your stuff, pay it on time. So you yeah. can kind of, you know, you can have some equity. And we got plenty of equity here. Hallelujah. Jesus. That's the conversation, the equity. That's it. No, keep going, Pastor Charles, because I think that's what we have to build. A lot of, not enough of us as young people know about building equity. Yeah, it's like, you know, once you hear me at a certain, the word mortgage, M-O-R-T-G-A-G-E, mort means death, basically. Like, you know, you, you talk about that. Mort, that's where that comes from. And uh, and then the other part, G-A-G-E, gauge, means like to grip. Basically, what, what is being said is that people, usually it's, the, uh, it's a death grip on you, but it's not really a death grip. What it really is, is a way of you being able to have and own a piece of something. But even after you own it, and even after you finish paying for it, you still have to pay taxes unless you have some kind of exemption. Um, most a lot of people around here are military, so they have military exemption military because they have, yeah, because of maybe being fully having full uh, uh, disability or something like that, you know. But anyway, um, uh, you keep paying on it. After a while, you have you owe less than the house is worth. The worth is like the house may be worth, let's say, it's your work house is worth a hundred thousand dollars. Let's just say, and then you keep paying on it, keep paying on that mortgage. It'll come down to maybe like fifty. That you'll owe fifty thousand dollars. The house will be worth a hundred thousand, which means you have fifty thousand dollars worth of equity in the house. Um, and so, the more equity you have, the more either borrowing power you have, or the more selling power you have. When you sell, you get that money, and when that money comes, you know you may have to pay taxes on it and that kind of thing. But you have money to be able to either do something else with it to pay off other debts or to buy something else. You know, you go into this, uh, you're buying a new house that's maybe uh, two hundred thousand. You got fifty thousand dollars to put down on it. That means your house will only, you only have to pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that two hundred thousand dollar house. And then that way you're still on top of things, you know, you're still on top because the house usually is worth more than usually some more, at least at or more, you know. But anyway, the biggest piece of that is that just keep doing it, keep being consistent. And if you can pay extra, pay extra, but at the very least, be consistent with your payments and with with your stuff, because after a while, you'll pay stuff off. Yeah. You know, even if you pay, you know, people don't want to pay full price for stuff. And I get it. You know, you, I don't want to pay your mortgage all the way to the end. But if you're in a decent mortgage, take your time. Man. Yeah. I took advantage. I'll just say this. I took advantage of, of having the low interest rates. And when the low interest rates was happening, mm-hmm. I took advantage of it. And man, let me tell you. I ain't trying to get no other mortgage right now. Yeah, I'm I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna sit right here and and, and sip me some uh, Arnold Palmer and, and out of my out of my metal straws and enjoy this thing. You know, as long as I can. I ain't trying to buy no new house because you know what? Mm-mm. These interest rates may or may not go down this low again. So I'm um, I'm right here. Um, and you know, every time I look around, you want to you want to get a better mortgage, or do you want to get a loan out on your mortgage? I was like, no, sir, stay away from me. 
because I am not trying to get in any more debt. Hallelujah, Jesus. But Pastor Charles, ain't they talking about taking that uh, interest rate upon mortgages to buy a new home now to 8%? That's what they're talking about, taking it up to 8%. Isn't that something? 8%. And I'm at, I'm at, Lord, where am I? I'm about at two and a half, maybe. Find the devil. Don't you go nowhere. Is is at an eight percent of like what you already pay? No, it's eight percent. It's like okay. So for instance, if something, whatever the the, um, the interest rate, whatever the cost of it, that's how about this. The interest rate is whatever they. Uh, that's what they uh, are charging you to borrow money from them. Oh, and so, okay. And so you know, by the time it's all over, it, usually it's a lot. It's a lot of money, but because mm. uh, yeah, because the longer. It's like the pay it the more you pay it into the interest rate, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So okay. it's good if you can pay it off quicker, quicker, uh, yeah. You know, and just you know keep rolling it over. Sometimes you get refi. You don't do refi every five minutes if you can help yeah. it. Let you, uh, you know, unless your credit is really good. But even then, you don't want to just keep doing refis. But you do refis to do better. So, like for instance, I didn't do a refi until uh, so I was I was at the time maybe at five percent. Um, what I was at seven percent once, and then I jumped down two and did a five percent. At the five percent, I went down to where I'm at now, and I'm like, you, you, you I ain't moving, so go on somewhere and sit down. <laughs> okay, that definitely makes sense. See, and that's stuff that I wish is there. <laughs> And then this is the thing now that I hate, and I and that's why I appreciate y'all so much because, like I told y'all, I learn from these real life experience with people. A lot of times, people be want to teach you, and I have a friend um, who's in Birmingham. I call her the Million Dollar Religion, who tells me stuff like this, but it's kind of hard understanding from her perspective because she's a realtor, so she gives it to me from the realtor side. But hearing it from your side as an actual homeowner. Or you know, a home buyer, it sounds different. Cause I'm thinking about literally, I just resigned my lease for a whole another twelve months and I'm paying fifteen hundred dollars plus charge and I don't like it. So I'm like, well, I might as well be investing this in a house and doing that same process. Cause my grandma been in her house for almost thirty plus years. Like I ain't never known my grandma to live in any other house but other than the one she lived in. And I'm kinda trying to get like that. Like, keep me a nice little three four bedroom and I can build my equity and you know, decrease my payments. All I needed is a good little $40,000 house. How much the house costs? $40,000, $50,000. What house is that? <laughs> Baby, you can't get a condo for $50,000. Sorry, I'll That's a car. Here, That's try a car. Oh, my bad, my bad, yeah, mama. I'm thinking about a car. <laughs> That's a car. Add another zero. No, so I got to pay $100,000 for a house? What side of town are you trying to live on? That's good. Hundred thousand. That's good. You you need to come up. <laughs> we, Mama Lynn, that's to the hood. Well, no, y'all. He in Georgia. Oh, no. He in Georgia. He is in Georgia. So it is a little cheaper. You, you could probably do good with about two hundred thousand. Mm, just about. <laughs> Mama Lynn said that's in the hood too. <laughs> well, in Atlanta right now, I mean, I ain't gonna count. I think I can do it. I can find a nice one. Like, if I'm looking for a mortgage and all them other stuff, I can do something for what I'm doing right now. I just need me a nice little space. 
But shit, I'm going to have to go to a couple classes or something like that. Because they don't teach us stuff like this in high school. They don't teach us stuff like this, you know what I'm saying, when we 16, 17. That's why I kind of loved InvestFest. Because like I told y'all last week, there are so many young entrepreneurs that were starting out be, uh, building small stuff, like a residual income from a book. Like a lot of people don't understand. Everybody want to prophesy, oh, I see a book in you. I see a book in you. Stop. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, a lot of these people don't even know how to build off of their book. Like, that's a residual income right there. Ain't Amazon sending you your dividends? But you, like, come on now. Like, that's that, that's how I be trying to tell people. But if you're smart, you won't even mess with Amazon. You'll do it yourself if you're smart. True. Yep. Amazon takes a big, they take a nice little cut. It's convenient. They do. But you if you're right. smart, you'll do that shipping yourself. You right, Ebony. You right, because I ain't going to count. Book Baby did me a good little deal, and I do my own distribution. So you right. That kind of makes sense. It, it do. It is a plus to it, I think, though. Cause I want more distribution on in my books. I ain't gonna care. Probably, to be serious, you you probably you can find a nice house for a hundred thousand, but uh, just make sure you get the inspection. Don't, don't mm. ask nothing. And also check out uh, first time home buyers classes. Yeah, them programs. Yeah. Mhm. Mm you know they trying to get everybody a house. Fannie Mae and. And, and, and Uncle Uncle Freddie or whatever his name is, they trying to give away money because they got all this money, and ain't nobody buying no houses because mm. no one is really selling their house. Yeah. Okay. Then they waiting on the bottom to drop out. Yeah, that's what I heard. A lot of people waiting on the market to shift. And it's gonna shift. Watch. It's gonna shift next year. So watch. Okay. Okay. I ain't gonna cap. Somebody also told me to look into um getting like the foreclosed houses. Like you can buy one of those foreclosed houses for like real like discounted or tax exempt or something like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about? They might just owe back taxes on the house. Oh yeah, that's what it is. The back tax. Yeah, pay the back taxes off and you got a house. You, it's so many ways to do it. Uh, if I know now what I knew when I went through the last big mortgage fallout, uh, I inherited my house and uh, I had took a loan out on the house and not understanding the market. What they do is they sell your mortgage to somebody else where if you signed it at a fixed rate. Mm -hmm. And you paying it, you know, you you good, you good. And all of a sudden, here come these papers and your your mortgage done went up. And me not understanding what's going on. I paid it, but it kept going up. And they kept, they kept selling it like every six months. Yeah. So I ended up losing the house because I could not afford to pay it. I would pay it, but I was paying. So they can go up on your mortgage like they go up they on can rent. Sell your mortgage like it, like it's a wow. Got my money out of this, one. so you have to watch the game. You have to pay yeah. attention to what's going on. I know a young lady that's going through it now, and I'm, I'm trying to help her out. But some people, you know, they ask you questions and you give them the answers, and they, you know, ah, uh, they. They ain't gonna do that to me, so hey, I just sit back and watch. I shut up and watch. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, like I said, if I 
know now what I didn't know then, I'd be in a much better place. <laughs> Listen, even that's why I like sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> even financially, I was in a much better place. Yeah, yeah. I had some hard hits, but I'm still standing. So, yeah, that's the only thing I know. Mumbling, and that's why I love sitting around y'all because y'all be putting me on to stuff early. Like, I tell people all the time, yeah, I'm young and we got a different way of doing things, but at the same time, sitting under y'all, sitting around y'all and hearing y'all real life experience on these matters is actually what helps us grow. Because like I said, uh, oftentimes when I'm having these conversations outside with people, you know, sometimes we get into a deep little small talk real fast and they ask me stuff that I may know, I may not know. But at the same time, I normally can sometimes rely on other people. Hey, come in and help me out with this conversation. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. And I think that's what a lot of people need. I was even telling like my Uber driver this weekend about the podcast because she was like, what y'all talk about? I said, dinner time conversations, sitting around the house conversation because these are those conversations that you know a lot of us should have learned at grandma house sitting around the dinner table on a sunday we should have probably learned these at tuesday night dinner while we were sitting and daddy just got in the house from work mom you know what I'm saying? we probably should have learned these you know at home and regular conversations but one thing that you know a lot of us is realizing it is is black people don't be talking about anything that they should be talking about and this is a, a new perspective on the home buying experience that i've never really heard you know from home from actually you know so somebody who's actually bought a home went through that process versus other people who are always pushing the information out because they're trying to get a sale like i said most of the time when i'm hearing home buyers information and stuff like that that's from people who trying to sell me a house who, who's you know doing the real estate aspect but from hearing your perspective it puts me at a different level of view when it comes to how much i'm investing because truth is like my rent goes up every year here. You know what I'm saying? When I first started moving here, I was paying, I think 1100 or yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost 11 something or whatever. And it didn't went up now to 15. And I'm thinking, okay, well, if it didn't went up to 15 now, I could have been investing it in the house. But it kind of, it's that same process, I guess, with the home buyers program or even with How the interest rate or whatever. How many bathrooms do you have? You said what? How many bedrooms and bathrooms do you have? Three three. Oh, um, that's three. amazing! Still, right? Exactly. I'm getting a one bedroom, one bathroom apartment in Colorado for fifteen, and that's in a terrible area. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Baby, sixteen hundred here for one if if you're lucky. Yes. Oh wow. If you're lucky. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be in the hood. See, and that's why I said, uh. I and I don't mind that though, but that's why I said I might as well be putting that in the house though, right? I feel that you should if you can do it properly, you really should. Something that is yours. The only thing is, you just gotta remember, those of us who go from renting to owning, when stuff go wrong, you ain't got nobody to call. Okay, that's a oh, fact. Yeah. So be friends. Something that something that'll help you. Um, I think Pastor Charles has talked about it before. That'll help you with you know like the dishwasher breakdown. Or, you know, warranties on roofs and all that other stuff, you know, get you something like that, because that's the downside of owning. You ain't got to buy the call. But yeah, for what you paying, absolutely. Right. So you down in Georgia, so you really ain't got no excuse. Y'all, y'all real estate is ridiculously cheap. So right. go for it, man. Go get your mortgage. All right. Might as well. Build some home equity. 
And that's what I'm saying. Even like what I'm doing, like I be tough about, yeah, I got an extra room, but one, I don't like people staying with me. And granted, I love, you know, that's half of your rent and all the other stuff. But at the same time, I'm even working with an organization that's kind of helping, you know, like house people. And I'm telling them like, shoot, if I can move out and find my house, I'll rent this apartment out still for 1500. Because you gotta think about it, it's three bedroom. Like I can make that money back even off of that. <laughs> The point, though, would not be to do it so you break even. It would be so there's a profit. If you're not making a profit, there's the point. Yeah. So if you're doing 15, you know, and I don't know if you know what your utilities come to, but maybe make it, you know, something all-inclusive, like 18, all utilities included, you know, or 17, something so you make a profit. If you're not making yeah, a profit, so there's really it, no yeah. point. It's more headache than anything because you still got to do all that paperwork and all the other stuff so if you're going to rent yeah. it out you got to you know build more but you're in an apartment so you can't sublet that, yeah. that's typically not not in your paperwork if you had yeah. a house though you could do that facts especially if you got like a basement or something in it okay that makes sense and that's why i say these conversations help you know what i'm saying young black americans who are trying to build because a lot of times people never taught us how to build people taught us how to church but come on like <laughs> teach me how to build <laughs> i love it that's why investments was such a blessing for me no cap it was such a blessing for me like listening to the people have different conversations about stuff like this, home equity investments. Like I sat there and listened to a conversation with Cam Newton and Cam Newton was talking about how as young black men, we talented and they'll sign us real quick, but they never teach us how to use that money after they sign us. So we get signed and we go to the NFL, we go play football with the Wolf, but at the same time, who's teaching us how to invest these money? Who's teaching us to go ahead and get you a Chick-fil-A franchise so your people can work in it? Go ahead and, you know what I'm saying? Not too many people are saying that to us. So it's like, oh, we get talent, we get gifted, we get to the top, and then what are we doing? We spending our money on rims, helping Pookie out, buying a bottle to like, no. Like, let's build this equity. Let's build this wealth. That's the word of the week, Pastor Charles. Thank you so much. Equity. I see Pastor yeah, man, you, know, you know what's funny? I have, and, now, and I'm not bragging, but I'm thankful. I have built one, two, three, three houses, three houses from the ground. In terms of you know like moving either one was a renovation yeah. and the other two were houses built from the ground was able to choose uh, options and stuff like that for what i wanted in the house and let me tell you it's a great feeling it is a great feeling now my wife she says call me when it's done me i'm there every day i know the workers names <laughs> i'm going in there i'm bringing them water soda and stuff like that because it's like you be nice to people like that, they do a better job. And they also know that you're watching them. So they're not gonna just kind of just hurry up and get stuff done. And so I kind of just, you know, did that. And we tell you something, I am so, so very satisfied with everything that I got in my house. This is why I'm staying here as long as I can. So yeah, and the equity too piece is, is you, you, I got to choose the counter. I got to choose my appliances. I got to choose practically everything. And when I wanted to do surround sound, the, it was already ran. It was already done. And all I had to do was just put the speakers on them. I need yep. that, Grace. I need to pick my appliances because I need all black appliances. I mean, yeah, I, li I like that. But you know what? That See, y'all going to help me write the agenda for the month because that means I'm going to have to invite Pastor Jacob in so Pastor Jacob can teach us how to buy land. Is that right, Pastor Jacob? If that's what you desire, my friend. Uh, the other 
way, uh, they're, they're giving you the traditional way of purchasing a home, which is great. And uh, I love it. There's also something called homesteading. Homesteading, mm-hmm. you can get a... Hold on, you said homesteading? Homesteading, S-T-E-A-D-I-N-G. Okay. Homesteading, it will, it will give you the opportunity for... Now, understand with homesteading, you're not going to buy a piece of property in the city. You're going to buy property in rural areas, and they have grants for that where you're mm-hmm. able to um, buy that property, but you're, you're, you're raising chickens or you're raising livestock or you're um, well, a growing effort on that property. Um, pretty much you're, you're getting yourself in a position um, to almost be off the grid, oh, but wow. they, this is called homesteading. That's that's a different way of buying property. Then you have auctions. They have property auctions every single day uh, for every single state. Like the rehab um, houses and the foreclosed houses and stuff? Foreclosed houses, houses that uh, are just on the market, have been abandoned, you name it. It, it's all all an option. All of those things are options. Um, so, yes, 100%. Uh, what Pastor Charles said, 100%. What uh, Ebony said, Monty said. Uh, just make sure that you are doing what is not just what is what you're what is known. Make sure you're doing your research, yeah. so you're doing what is best. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes definitely sense. I never knew about the home um, steady thing. I'm going to have to look that up. Will also dropped in the chat. That's now, you I know that a boy ain't doing no dog on chickens now. Pastor Dick, he ain't right. I ain't finna raise no chickens. He's keeping that puppy alive. That puppy's very <laughs> alive by the grace of God. Look, poo over here surviving. <laughs> Look, I, I, I was trying to help him out because we're home steady. You get 20 acres and you can build on your acres, you can sell a portion of your acres to somebody in your family or build your house for your kids and each kid have an acre and y'all are separated by an acre, uh, but you're still having your growing effort. You're still growing your chickens or whatever you're doing. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just trying to help you out. You just got to make use off the land, off the property, right? So I don't got to do chickens, yeah, I can do something time. else like... I said, you just got to make use off the land. I don't got to do chickens. I could do something else, like maybe breed dogs or something. <laughs> no, I don't think you can breed dogs, but you can grow vegetables, have a greenhouse, okay. um, things of that nature as well. Okay, that work. That work. I can do plants. I can grow some vegetables and some stuff. I can grow some bell peppers. Maybe Boy, you ain't never food. home. Them plants going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Money, all they need is a little water and a little sunlight. Uh, boy. <laughs> no. And this is why you have no kids. Because they be little, dead little water, too. Little sunlight. <laughs> and knock the TV on one another. This is crazy. Uh, yeah, pray for me. Pray for me. 
<laughs> but no, I brought Will up because he was also talking about some about rehabbing houses because he's a realtor here in Atlanta. And then Pastor Lewis also in the building too. And I know he got a nice, you know what I'm saying, a little space, nice little house out there too. But Pastor Lewis, you live in McDonald's. That's kind of far. So I need you and Will help to just find like find some land, some property, some house, some something. <laughs> Pastor Lewis, Will, y'all wanna jump in? Will, I need you to tell me about these rehabbed houses. Cause I mean, I don't do drugs. Oh my God. You you didn't mean that, did you? You didn't you didn't really mean to say that, did you? No, you didn't. His mind no, is I meant to say, uh, I don't do His mind is He's not talking about rehab. <laughs> They're talking about rehabilitating houses, like rebuilding them. Not drug rehab, Lord Jesus. This boy said, because I don't do drugs. What? I, mean, so, I want to you, spend nobody's crap house. <laughs> like, what? I want to spend somebody's old ghetto house for. I mean, not, no offense. Oh, but, my yeah. God. Yeah, so what I, what I was saying was there's some definitely some good buys on houses to rehab or <laughs> rehabilitate in that sense. Um, but, you know, it's interesting because I, I heard a lot of people talking about the Atlanta market and how it's affordable. Atlanta market has really changed. So now it's like one of it's outpacing in terms of, you know, the cost for homes. And just uh, about two weeks ago, I was listening to a couple of people at a roundtable and they were saying that in the metro area of Atlanta, there are less than 500 houses um, for under $400,000. So mm. uh, single family houses. So Atlanta is wow. has quickly, you know, and, and even here, Prophet, I don't know if you hear on the news all the time about people saying, you know, that they can't afford to live in Atlanta anymore. And a lot of people are really moving yeah. and, and a lot of people have really left Atlanta. Yeah. So the whole storyline was they left Atlanta to really head out to Houston and to Dallas because yeah. they're getting much better property breaks out there. But in the city, I mean, we still have some opportunities to do um, like rehabilitation on houses. Like you get them super cheap, but you're going to have to put some money into them. I mean, but there are loans available, yeah. there are grants available and things like that to really help with that effort. So to be clear, I'm not a realtor. I'm just an investor. So I've oh, just okay. always kind of just invested in properties and fixed them up. And a lot of them I do to flip. Uh, but I, I end up renting a lot of them out as well. But uh, there are some opportunities here in Atlanta. It's just it's just a hard, it's like finding a needle in a haystack, but they kind of exist. So everybody is really giving great advice, you know, especially as it relates to the home warranties and, and things like that, of, of, of being careful what you look for and, you know, just make sure you set yourself up right. That's, that's dope. And what's crazy is now that you explained it, it reminds me of like what we see in there, um, I think West End area, how they're taking a lot of those homes and kind of flipping them. Like they get new paint, new porches. They, you know, some of them, they doing the grass over. They, you know, like you said, they make them rehabilitated, I guess, even though they kind of still in the so A lot of those areas that have those, they look just like abandoned houses, but you'll yeah. see like five abandoned houses and then you got this one that's sitting right in the middle that looks yeah. pretty good. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's because somebody invested and came in they're probably not living in it. They're probably fixing it up and, and maybe have plans to buy some of the others. But a lot of that is happening right now. Yeah. And they still look nice. Like, they still look decent houses. You can tell decent houses. You can tell that they look a little old. But at the same time, the way, like you said, they're fixing them up, they're renovating them or whatnot. You can, like, you, it is money in it. So I, I think I might want to do one of those because I would prefer to live closer to the city. Um, I like living right here by the airport, but I would prefer to live closer to the city only because I'm always in the city. But at the same time, like the property value, depending on where you live, may be a little different. Like I said, Pastor Lewis, you live out there in McDonough. And I know y'all probably got 
a great housing market out there. Like, let me, let Pastor Lewis can, can, can give, hit me up to some insight. I'm trying to, trying to move. Um, Pastor Lewis, I'm going to DM you. I got some questions. <laughs> you got some questions too, money? You finna move that here too? No, I really, um, I was looking to move that way. Um, and I have a trip, uh, out there. I want to say probably closer to the beginning of October. Um, but I have, um, I have my cleaning company, so I guess my market is a little different. And, um, I have a friend, he's a realtor out there. And he was like, honestly, I hate cleaning properties for moving. And he was like, I want to contract you on, um, with some stuff. But before I make that jump, I have to make sure it makes sense um, yeah. for me to leave where I'm at. Even, but Colorado, I ain't gonna hold y'all. It's extremely high out here. And that's just for the decent areas. Um, so, I mean, it's cool, but I want something a little better and worth my money because out here you're paying for, like, mountain views. You're not even paying for space. Like, when I was telling you, I was, like, 15, well, I think you were saying, what, 1500 for your yeah. place? You yeah. have three bedrooms, three bathrooms? Yeah. Yeah, Colorado, one bedroom, one bathroom, a mountain view, and you're not even at a 1,000 square feet, and you're going to be paying 1550 starting. Uh, yeah. And that's not including your utilities. So, yeah, it's a little different crazy. out here. That's crazy. And what makes, and I think what's different is to some people too, is the way the job market is playing a big role in it. Like what we were just saying, a lot of people, for even what Atlanta looks like, you got to think about the job market probably ain't popping like it used to as well. So I can only imagine what Col uh, Colorado job market looking like. Yeah, it's, it's a little crazy because um, it seems like the better paying jobs are more so construction um, because we have so many new builds um, come up so fast out here. So anything with construction or warehouse, you're going to make a decent amount of money. But still, it seems like minimum wage here is 15 hourly when if you want to live if you just want to live, really, our minimum wage should be 20 an hour. Because a lot of people out here got two or three jobs and or they got a business and two supplemental jobs. Like, it's a lot. Yeah. That's a blessing, though. I mean, well, it's not a blessing depending on where you are because I think about a lot of people here in Atlanta when minimum wage is still like seven something or ten something. Now, granted, thank God I'm making more than that, but even still, if you y'all in Colorado barely survived on fifteen, that's I, that's why I be like, ooh, how is it, Lord? The market yeah, is crazy. It is, and that's why, like I said, with my company. Like, you, you're going to always find the people who you need to be with as far as working. Um, and, like, I have my price set the way that I do, but I'm yeah. also able to provide why my price is the way that it is. But it, it's literally a win-win situation. It's a win for you. It's a win for me. Facts. <laughs> you got to. And I'm, I'm for real. And I'm good with working with people's budget. That's why I asked them because some people are like, okay, I want this service. Yeah. And I'm like, this is everything that I provide, but this is what it's going to be in the end as far as your total price. If that doesn't work for you, you let me know what works for you, and then yeah. I can go back and restructure, and then yeah. I'll show you what you can get and then what you can't get. Sorry, but this is my business. These are things I have to put into my business as well. 
everything and I, think I we got to learn that on both sides money i think a lot of people aren't used to saying okay well what's the budget what are you working with you know what i'm saying yeah. because i think as an entrepreneur we have the ability to you know what i'm saying leverage our prices as much as we want to and try to work with people but most people don't understand that hey you have to also be willing to express what your budget is if you only got a hundred dollar budget just say that and i can try to you know a la carte as many services as i can to make it affordable for you but a lot of times we have to be willing to express that here's the budget this is what we want to do and granted like you said if they'll meet your budget then we, we just can't meet it yeah because Let's my say. thing is this everything i do i'm paying for literally yeah. with a cleaning company you're paying for everything all yeah. your materials you're paying for drive time all of that stuff and even with consultations i charge now for consultations because i live in the aurora area but there's people that are in arvada which is an hour away from me so that's yeah. an hour there and then an hour back home so yeah. we, we have to be inclusive of all of those things. But you have I think people get it a little more once you do the breakdown with them. And yeah. they're like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. That yeah. makes sense now. I'm ordering this product for you, this, that, and the third. And some people, houses is nasty, and they want their <laughs> deposit back. I'm going to have to put, I've got to put some elbow grease in that. So with that being said, you're going to have to pay a little more. Yeah. Or even like with cleaning, there's we have services that are kind of like rush orders because it's like, okay, I did a consultation on Monday, but you're telling me you need your house clean by Wednesday. So you got to get on my books if I'm available, and then you're going to have to drop a little more money because now I'm sliding some stuff out the way trying to make sure you're taken care of. And <laughs> No, you're going to pay me. I'm going to show you everything that I did. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let That's these people crazy. try to swindle you. They'll pop, they'll they'll pay for their hair four hundred dollars. You can pay your yep, house to be clean so for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> your house is being clean. This is where you live. Are you crazy? Hey, money, hey, money. To live in <laughs> to to live in Texas, um, it's eleven point seven percent lower. Wow. To live in Texas. Yeah, I I ain't gonna hold you, Pastor Charles. I've seen some houses because Leon keeps getting on my nerves. Sending me all these houses, like you might as well just move to Texas. But when I say the property value out there, I'm just I'm blown away, um, especially by square footage because I'm and, like, and you can't put that out taxes here. Do it, money? Do y'all pay taxes in Texas? Texas makes yeah. me sick, and everybody that lives in Texas makes me sick. Look, we don't we don't we don't pay uh, we don't pay. Um, like income tax we that's what that. it is but, income tax okay but but we do pay um you know for food and stuff like that so it's not really balancing out still to be honest it's still not balancing out uh because it's still you know it's it's cheaper to live cheaper to live it is yeah i i seen some of them homes and i, I almost had to redirect myself i said wait a second <laughs> I, I can do this right here for real <laughs> But I thought like, Texas was one of the places that was like most affordable to live. I know Alabama at one point was, you know, one of those places, but Alabama really don't have much. So like, what would be one of the most affordable states to live in? One of the best states to live in that, you know, including property taxes, uh, spacing, homes. Nebraska. Not <laughs> Africa, <buddy>. Not <laughs> Africa, dog. I said Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska? <laughs> I love like, I don't know. I've been through Nebraska. That's it. I used to live in Nebraska while I was stationed at Offutt Air Force Base. I'd really? go back to that. Really? 
I would leave Virginia and go right back to Nebraska right now. If wow. I could. That's how wonderful Nebraska was. Now you're going to have two, two different types of weather. You're going to have cold and you're going to have hot. Uh, that, that's it. You're not going to get cold. It's not going to get gray. It's, it's going to be cold. No. But you know what? Where I am, I can appreciate that because it's I can get, get cold. It's going to get, get cold, hot, medium in the same day. Yeah. Well, not in not, Nebraska. It will on October 31st every single year while I was there, and I was there for four years. October 31st every single year it snowed, and when I say it snowed, we got at least six, six, seven. 10 inches right Halloween? <laughs> that, was the, that was the beginning of the snow there was days where we were the snow was up to the the, the tip of our roof uh yeah where we were snowed in we would get snow drifts because there's no there's not a whole lot of mountains it's, it's just flat land so when it snowed you got the snow and it did not play uh and when it's hot you don't have a whole yeah. lot of cover so but some of the best steaks I've ever eaten in my life. I mean, that's why the livestock come from over there, right? The Midwest. Omaha steak, amazing. Yeah. It was crazy. Like when you look up some of the best cities to live in or most affordable cities to live in, it show places like Knoxville, uh, Jackson, Pittsburgh, Fort Wayne, <laughs> South Bend, Winsome Salem. That's what Christian is. Um, yeah, a place like Oklahoma City. I don't think none of those would be most affordable, but I guess so. Fort Wayne. I've lived in Fort Wayne. That's in Indiana. So, yeah. But Texas ain't on here. Montgomery's on here. Nah, when I say Texas got some stuff, I done, I done did my research and then looked through some stuff. I was like, well, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a couple of homes I even seen that weren't even 300000 and I'm like, it'd be like five bedroom, four bathroom homes. I'm like, you ain't getting that in Colorado. You mm. could get a house, three bedroom, two bathroom. That's gonna be about five hundred thousand. Oh wow! Well, and you ain't getting little, that nowhere except the Devil State of <laughs> A little shot of Devil State. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a shot of house in Colorado. They do sin bigger. They do everything bigger. You know, because it's the Devil State. I'm so weak. <laughs> I, I don't believe anybody from there is saved. I mean, except Pastor Charles. He don't. He don't. Own. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, Pastor Jerry just moved to Florida. Pastor Jerry, I want to check in on how how has your move been? Like, I know you had moved down there and got settled. Like, but how was it? Because I ain't talked to you since then. Oh, did he leave? Oh, he did leave. Okay, because I heard Florida was an okay place, but then they also give him a travel advisory for black people going to Florida, so I don't trust him. Wait, I can I tell you something about Florida? <clears throat> so y'all know I was in Florida in May, right? I was in Tampa. I flew in uh, to Orlando, and my sister came and drove me down to Tampa. When I was leaving back out, I thought we were sitting in the middle of the hurricane. That rain just dropped out the sky. You know how sometimes you get a, li a little trickle, so you know it's going to pour now? Child, it dropped out the sky. I said, this is a hurricane. She was like, oh, no, this is our regular rain. I said, get me out of here. <laughs> this is dangerous. Um, I feel like I'm about to drown. Mm -mm. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> but you said you felt like you was going to drown. And the I rain felt like I was about to drown. No, get me, get, get me out of here. It's too much. 
I love it. <laughs> I felt like I needed a life jacket. I, I appreciate that at all. Yeah, Florida does have some interesting weather. That's like New Orleans, too. Them two places that <laughs> I have to think about. Am I going to live there because of the weather? Like other places, you don't really got to think about the weather too often because it's easy and smooth to deal with. But Florida and New Orleans or like St. Louis, well, not St. Louis, uh, New Orleans and Louisiana, there you go, um, are two places that you really have to think about. Do I want to live there because of the weather? Because your house could be underwater literally in tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm not sitting on my roof waiting for help. Sorry. I'm not, dog. Your house no. got to be built on stilts. Mm -hmm. you, ain't nowhere. you ain't moving nowhere. You ain't leaving Atlanta. You ain't my house do not need high heels. No. <laughs> not high heels. <laughs> Pastor Jacob, well, I, I know, would... I've, I've found out that Rhode Island is a good state for seniors. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, Smaller state in the United States, and they're good for seniors. So, yeah, uh, they get seniors. But is Rhode Island affordable, Mama Lynn? From what I can tell, yes. The prices are about what only difference is uh, looking up, I, I seen a two bedroom, one and a half bath, and it had a balcony for about 1500 so yeah mm. it, 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 it's affordable uh do i want to pay that much no but can i pay that much yeah uh <laughs> i don't pay that much now that's why i say no <laughs> uh i'm just blessed where i live at that i've been living there so long that i'm the oldest person in the building and my landlord he just don't move my rent up so yes i buy my own business and i i just i talk to my landlord when need be so uh yeah it, it it's affordable i'm gonna have to check it out i don't think roll out gonna be i ain't gonna move up north that's that's it i i gotta like granted i don't like the south as much but I'm a military brat, so I've lived everywhere. But I don't know if I want to go live up north. If I do live up north, I'll probably move where Ebony at, like D.C., Maryland area type of thing. Like, I'd definitely probably move D.C., Maryland area, but that's probably about it. I don't want to go too far up north. Like I now, I've, lived, I've lived in Connecticut, let me tell you. It's beautiful there. It's great, you know, get to see the, the changing seasons and, the, you know, the leaves change and stuff like that. The winters are brutal. Uh, the summers are nice, but they can get a little warm, uh, get a little hot in that kind of thing. But it's just really, really high price. Let me tell you something that was funny is that I had to make a lot of money, a decent amount of money, and yeah. it changed my tax bracket in order to live there. Yeah. And to be honest, when I had to move from there to Texas, I uh, the the bottom dropped out in the um, in the um, in housing. Um, Man, we were paying way too much for these houses, and the bottom dropped out, and I had the short sale. And I mean, it, to tell the truth, I mean, you know, what what I got to do, I had to do it um, to get out of it. But uh, let me tell you, um, there are people who live through it, and they just wait for everything to to settle. Um, but it is not uh, at all affordable there, so you have to make decent money. Because think about it, it's a bedroom community of New York City. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like it's an hour away. People don't mind traveling. When you live, when you work in New York City, you can't live there. That's I mean, yeah. people live. People do live there. Excuse me. But what I'm saying is that um, what most people do is they 
they move it's out. It's easier to live on the outskirts type of thing. Right, right. Okay. And then just drive in and maybe catch the train or something like that. Because you can catch a train, you know, you drive uh, where I lived in Connecticut was Danbury, Connecticut. And so you could catch a train uh, an hour away. You have to get up early, but catch a train, get on that, leave your car there. And the train will take you all the way to New York so we can take you back. And some people commute like that every yeah. day, yeah. you know. And so, but yeah, it, that's so. Yeah, but it, but it take it. It costs money. It costs you. It'll cost you. Yeah, that makes sense though. I know even people who um, live in Atlanta who do that. Like if they work in the city, work in like Midtown or Downtown, and they stay like on the outskirts, Alpharetta, even down here like College Park and whatnot, they'll drive to the train station and catch that train because that train going like three dollars or something like that, and then be right there in the city, maybe like a five minute walk, ten minute walk total. So yeah, I mean that that, that sounds. I mean, easier. I think it's the convenience too that a lot of um, a lot of us look for. Cause how convenient? Well, that is kind of convenient for a lot of us. But shoot, most folks be lazy. I don't care. I like taking the train. It's fun to me. That's cause I just like mean people and people watching. But yeah, that's I think that's kind of interesting. But listen, y'all, it's almost eleven o'clock, so I definitely don't want to keep talking about housing the whole time because guess what? We're gonna have to make that a whole room. And granted, this was a good conversation, but I think these are the high level conversations that I'm shifting to, or I want to continue to shift to. Like I told y'all, Invest Best Week was a blessing for me last weekend um, because it got me around some great people who introduced me to some different concepts who opened my mind up to like having more evolutionary conversations even to do who i was working with 19 keys who just not sent me my pictures back a week later you know what i'm saying he sent me my pictures back and it was a dope time you know even working with him and having high level conversations he hosts a podcast um that's actually called high level conversations you guys should check it out one day um and he has different guests on there and just talking about these same things that we you know need to do or what that we should be talking about as black people because one thing I believe that we're all called to is to continue to elevate our people, continue to elevate our family, continue to elevate our friends, our circle, our community. Anybody that we encounter impact, we should have some type of responsibility, not even a responsibility. We should just have some type of moral decency to just bring a light to everybody. One thing that I love and is my favorite compliment of in the world, when forget my hair, forget my smile, forget all of that. When people tell me I have a righteous spirit, I have the right attitude is what makes me smile. Pastor Charles, I don't know. I'm going to have to invite you in one day and we're going to have to talk about that because I just want to know how do we keep pushing people to have the right spirit. And I know it takes a lot because you know what I'm saying? People ain't going to have the right spirit when they're hungry. People ain't going to have the right spirit when they when they need something. So at the same time, we definitely have to give people information to get to where they need to be. But as we help people get to where they need to be, we have to make sure that they're maintaining a righteous spirit and a right heart to everything. So I think this conversation was very productive. It was needed. Shout out to y'all for coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, it may not seem like too much when y'all come in here, but when I go out on the weekends and I tell people what I do, who we are, and, you know, just promote you guys, promote myself and the business that I work with, it is such a positive thing and it leaves such a great impact on people. So for all the people who just start following the podcast this weekend because they met us this weekend, see me out this weekend, thank you guys so much. I appreciate y'all. Of course, as always, we're going to wrap it up with, you know, final remarks and question of the day. But because I didn't see y'all yesterday, we're going to play a question of the day like we do it on a regular Monday. Like, what's your weekend highlight? What's your testimony? I ain't seen y'all in, what, like four days? So give me one good memory. Y'all know I love creating memories with people. So give me one good memory, one good thing that, you know, made your weekend amazing. Pastor Charles, I'm going to go ahead and pick on you first because I know you went to see the Equalizer and I'm somewhat jealous about it. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to you. 
good. Right. He went to see the Equalizer, and I'm kind of mad. Oh, so I forgot it came out on the first, didn't it? Yup. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Y'all don't tell me nothing, please. <laughs> just wait. Just please wait. That's my favorite movie from the first to the second. So I know the third probably ate it up. <laughs> that sounds like Pastor Charles uh, quote uh, post gonna tell some in Jesus name hashtag the equalizer. Nah, said, <laughs> nah, it was it, it was the blood. The uh, the uh, I know it was the blood. That's all. I'm oh saying. yeah, I, I know it was know the blood. There you go. Oh, I know it was good. I know it was good then. D listen. Ooh. Listen, I know he ain't get saved and killing people. Like, what's going on? Uh, first of all, don't do that. Not too much. Not too much. This, uh, the only thing you didn't have was a chair. You didn't have a chair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but let me tell you, that thing to me, see, people don't, some people don't like me because I'll look at a movie and see the spiritual in it every time. But I'll see like, ooh, that's what God does when such a time. And I'm going, I'm going off. But I'm sitting in there, right? And I will tell you, there's a couple of fright places in there. And see, I'm one of those guys that I'm like, hey, whoo, I'm going to shout. I'm going to say something. My wife is so embarrassed, you know, because she's around <laughs> these folks all the rest of them. Honey, it's okay. It's okay. I'm like, if I don't let it out here, I'm going to internalize it. And you don't want no dead husband? Come on. <laughs> nah. I'm telling you. But anyway. It was a great movie. I enjoyed. It. My wife wanted. She look. She told me. She had like she didn't remember. She told me this. She was like, um, "Okay, the first is gonna be coming up, and we are having a date on Friday for the. And we're gonna go to see the Equalizer. And I'm like, "Well, how high do you want me to jump? Where we want to go? Have it? Do we want to go to this movie theater, or do you want to go to the movie theater that that has food that they bring to you, or whatever?" When we got there so early, we ended up eating our food outside in the in the lobby because they have a, like a little lobby area and then we get inside of there and we got in there just in time and let me tell you it was amazing uh we we i i, I laid my seat back and i was able to watch it and get scared a couple times but that's all right <laughs> i'm a man i'm a man but no but let me tell you it was it was a great movie so i had a good time with her and it started on friday so we were able to have a good time um uh saturday was great and you know i'm just so thankful I will tell you, you may want to take out, check out our TNT tonight. Uh, we got a new look for coming up. We were off all last month, and we got a new look. So, um, and some probably we're going to talk up, talk a little bit differently about some different uh, issues and things like that. So, yeah, take a look. Uh, we'll check out Kingdom Life, uh, CTX.com, and look it up. Look us up, and you'll awesome. see our new furniture and stuff. Awesome! Shout out to my virtual pastor, Pastor Charles. I love it. I'm going to definitely check out the new look because I got to go back and see your message from Sunday. Yeah, I know. Normally on Mondays, I do, you know, ministry Mondays, looking back at all the churches and stuff like that that I actually work with, as well as some of the ones that do be having good messages and stuff. But I didn't get to do that yesterday because it was a holiday. So I was out working and all the other good stuff. But I'm going to definitely be able to go check it out today. So shout out to that. And I got to go check out the Equalizer. I'm kind of jealous that you went before me. But it is what it is. I ain't even going to be I ain't even going to be mad about it. But pull the refresh and see what you guys are on the stage. And we're going to keep it going with final remarks and question of the day. Starting with Monty B. Monty, it's on you. Hold on. Shout out to Monty being the first one in church this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Monty, I'm going to be late these next couple of, you understand. Praise the Lord. <laughs> she said you got one good one out of me. <laughs> hey, one good one. That's it. I did my due diligence. <laughs> All right, money, go ahead. Give us your, you know what I'm saying? We can rewind, a little check in, whatever, check out. 
uh, dope that it dope. Um, we can rewind. Um, so I did a movie this past weekend. That's why my face was all glammed up because y'all know I don't do makeup. I look like a coloring book. Um, so we did that. Um, just been preparing for football stuff with my son. As y'all know, they're getting these kids ready for the NFL. Um, so they're just dragging the parents along and we just hanging on the best that we can. Um, but other than that, that was it. I'm sad, uh, cause I did not see Equalizer, but we're going to make that a priority next week. <laughs> and my kids can't come <laughs> because I know they're going to irritate me. I don't know why every time we go to the movies, these little niggas got to go to the bathroom 92 times. Your bladder was just fine when you was on that iPad and that tablet. So they cannot come. So we're going to make that happen this week. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Marty said your bladder was working just fine when you was on that iPad and that tab. I had to check and make sure you still had a pulse when you was on the iPad. Absolutely. I had to make sure you ate when you was on the iPad. But now mommy wants to go watch a movie. You got 20 million questions. And your bladder was, I don't understand. They can't come. I'm sorry. That will be my um, personal care day. <laughs> My self-love day. <laughs> so that was it for me. Praise the Lord. Oh, but this room was awesome, very informative, especially with some stuff that I was thinking about and kind of looking to do as far as moving, property value, all of that. So thank everybody for that insight. Um, I definitely was taking notes and paying attention. Appreciate you. <laughs> thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you so much. <laughs> She's hilarious. See, this is why I love this room and this space. And I tell people, it's not about a million people being in here. Because like I said, with just four quarters, we still make a whole dollar. So I appreciate it. Like, <laughs> Marty is hilarious. <laughs> she said, they don't want to do nothing else. You got <laughs> Look, I'm sure Ebony knows. You'd be like, okay, is my kid still alive? It's real quiet. Right. Any other time, I can't get y'all to be real quiet. Okay, I'm gonna check Why on are you. they alive? What you getting into? Because when it's quiet around here, I'm like, what you into? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Because where's My your brother? The same way. The same way. Because <laughs> where's your sibling? I only see one. There's two of y'all. What's going on? Where'd you hide the body? Y'all are hilarious. Y'all make me look forward to parenting. <laughs> Yeah, I make me look forward to parenting sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Ebony, mm, little baby, we trying to keep you from parenting. It is ghetto. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what they won't tell you in the book. <laughs> <laughs> On these podcasts, yeah. They bad, they nasty, they touch everything. And they always want something. You they sugar mama. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony, I'm throwing it over to you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> what was the uh, question? I missed the question. But the you know, this weekend highlight or testimony. Okay, cool. Um, so, enjoy the room. Definitely needed a break from reality. Um, what's the highlight of the weekend? Ooh, it's kind of hard to find one because this weekend is in a whirlwind. Um, but I'll say spending time with my family. Uh, we've had three babies born in the last six months in my family. So seeing all of the babies and the kids together, doing a little sip and paint with my family, 
before it went left was actually really amazing. So that's definitely my uh, definitely How long you said it went left? How it went left, Ebony? That's when Rain got her her. Oh her yeah, thing. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um but for that yeah it was, it, was, it was cool definitely enjoyed being with my family i don't get to see them as much because they're like over an hour away so i have to make real intentional time and you know i think a lot of us don't realize we were the kids in the family we are now raising up to be our moms and aunties yeah. who should be putting the things together and letting our parents and them chill and rest yeah. so seeing that happen in my family um means a lot means a lot um and i am the oldest grandchild so the brunt of that responsibility is, is going to be on me. So I'm really enjoying these cousin gatherings. Um, just us all getting together and not waiting for somebody died to, to bring everybody together. Like, our kids should know each other. Like, it's people out here dating family members because their family don't bring them together. They have no freaking clue. Um, and we're just determined to not let that be the case. Like, our kids need to know each other. They need to grow up together. Um, so yeah, that was that was my holiday of the weekend. I hope everybody has an amazing day and God willing I'll see you guys back here tomorrow. That's what's uh that's what's uh that definitely makes sense because the truth is people do don't they don't be knowing their cousins, they don't be knowing their family, they don't be knowing who people is. And you know, for black people it takes us to have a funeral, a whole funeral, just for you to know who your cousin is. <laughs> But that's what's up. That is what's up. I hope y'all got some amazing pictures and created some great memories. I keep telling people that's the one thing that I love doing now is creating memories because that's all you got now. Like sometimes a person will be here today, gone tomorrow. And if you ain't take the time to shine your light and be smart with them or nice to them and create a good memory, then what you got? Like, yeah, that's what's up, Ebony. I'm glad you enjoyed your family. Pastor Charles, we're skipping over you because we already know what your weekend highlight is. It's the equalizer. So we ain't talking to you no more. I'm joking. Pastor Charles, it's on you. <laughs> no, I'm done. I, look, there ain't no skin on my back. I got to brush my teeth anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you so much. Awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I love you, Pastor Charles. You better. Okay. <laughs> Not too much of my pastor. <laughs> Mama Lynn, I'm throwing it over to you. Did it loop? You ain't brushed your teeth. <laughs> Go ahead, Pastor Jacob. What was you saying? I said he ain't brushed it. You talking about sticking up for Pastor Charles. He ain't brushed his teeth or took a shower because I saw him on Facebook Live and he had on the same clothes he had on last week, yesterday. It's the same thing. Listen, don't be coming for me. You stay over there. When I'm talking to Pastor Charles, you remember I'm talking to Pastor Charles. Hey, God bless y'all. Love you. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Mm, 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 mm. Well, uh, highlight of the week. I, I, my highlight of the weekend, of the whole weekend is spending time with family uh like i said did the little birthday party and uh that was good you know to see her smile to see her happy uh to hear her running and 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 hollering for one of the kids to come here or whatever that was great and then to go to the ball game um we have free tickets. That's kind of where my daughter work at. We happen to get free tickets. But hey, I just think I went to the ball game twice this year free. 
So, uh, yes, that was the highlight. And uh, Monty, when you want to go to the movie and you don't want to take your kids, go while they are in school. Go while they in school. Yep, get a good man name. That's what I used to do. They need to be the wiser. So, yeah, you have to learn how to uh, do them things. You got you some peace and quiet and ain't nobody in there. But everybody else just either took off from work or, or they running from their kids or trying to sneak something in. So, yeah, go while they in school. Go to them matinees. All right, love y'all. Facts, Mama Lynn. That's the best time to go doing the matinee because there don't even be no people in there for real. Everybody be at work or at school. So you're right. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I know some movies, I think the AMC, they used to do like $2 Tuesdays and stuff like that at one point. I don't know if they still do it, but yeah, you catch like $2 Tuesday or the $5 matinee. Oh yeah, them be the best times to go. You right. All right, so I see my boy K. Nick in here. K. Nick, I know you didn't you know, have a chance to really speak earlier or whatnot, but definitely greet the room. Check out with us, you know what I'm saying? Tell us a little bit about your weekend. If you got a testimony to share, you know what I'm saying? Let's just hear your voice, man. Oh, what's up, y'all? Um, good morning. Um, what am I supposed to be talking about? What am I supposed to say? Just checking in, you know what I'm saying? What your weekend highlight was? It was Labor Day weekend when none of us were yesterday, but you know what I'm saying? Just checking for y'all. Thank you. Um, so, weekend was great. Um, it's hot here. Um, what I do for the weekend? Um, usual, I rested a lot. Went to church as usual, and um, yesterday I hit every single mall that I could on Beltway. Everybody understands. Uh, <laughs> every single mall, every single outlet, um, and then ate just a whole bunch of stuff. But uh, so it's just it was a great, great weekend. I think uh, back at work this um, week. met Nick Cannon or something too, didn't it? Oh, that was last week. That was um, we were at the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington. Okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah it's two weeks ago. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's a great week. It was 60 years. I thought it was 50 years. No, 60 years. It was 60. Year. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the same March that Martin Luther King did. The I have a dream speech, right? Mm-hmm. 1963. Yeah, I thought it was 50 years, not 60. Okay, that's what's up. I didn't know you was there. How was yep. that? It was great. It was hot, but it was good. It was really, really hot outside. <laughs> but that's the weather here. So, yeah, all is well. Okay, awesome. Well, I appreciate you for sharing that with us, man. I think one of my um one of my friends actually spoke at the at the event. I'm not sure, you know, if she was like speaking at the event there at the March on Washington, but she was up there as well. And I don't know, I don't know why I kept thinking it was 50 years, but it's been 60 years. Okay, that's what's up. Well, I'm glad you had that experience, man. Thank you so much for sharing with us and just coming into the room. All right, we got two more left. We got Pastor Jacob and we got a guest on the stage. So, Pastor Jacob, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Well, 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 we give God thanks and praise for being amazing. If you PTR, that's what I did yesterday. It was, I had a good time cooking on the grill yesterday. Um, But my baby came back from college and surprised us. She came back on the train. She missed us. And so she came back. So I was a happy, fat father this weekend. 
Um, Pastor Jack, what you season them with? What do I season them with? Mm-hmm. Um, normally, well, for these, because it was a different rib, uh, I boiled them first. Mm. And instead of putting seasoning on them, little butter, little vinegar in the water, uh, instead of putting seasoning on them, what I did was I took my barbecue sauce uh, and seasoned and made sure my barbecue sauce was nice to season and just put the barbecue sauce on them out of the water and put them right on the grill. Okay. It's nice and tender. Glory be to God and gives you a nice You make your own barbecue sauce too? Is Jesus Lord? (laughs) Don't don't play around here with those little small little nasty concoctions. Well, we give God praise for being so great. He's just a great and awesome God. Uh, Monty, don't you cut up. Don't you use it. It's real powerful. (laughs) (laughs) We give God thanks. And so he is wonderful. Uh, (laughs) Jesus. Molly, mute the mic. Mute your mic. Yes, and, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we sold some of those yellow meat and orange meat, watermelons. We got. I think we may get one more run of those before this season is over for the yellow and the orange meat uh, and the muscadine. They got seeds, right? <laughs> Say what? They have seeds, right? Money, please don't make me come through there. <laughs> Monty, I, you know what? You know what it is. Monty's showing off right now. Monty had had put a little reel up on Facebook. She was beat to the gods. Face was beat to the gods. She didn't even know how to smile at that point, right? And so <laughs> I be smiling on the inside. She was giving she was giving the the fierce look. I'm I am goddess, hear me roar look. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't say nothing to Monty. I said, hey Monty. She said blue. I know you Pastor Charles, you know, some folk when they get a little makeup on their face, they forget. With it, that they used to be in the ghetto three three days. Before. Let me okay. Y'all want a picture of me smiling so bad? This is what it be looking like. I'm looking crazy. <laughs> I'm a PTR so I can see it because you had your you had your. I just got out of Wakanda face on uh, when you had your your makeup all done beat to the gods. Anyway, no, I said help because this is what I did when my sister said smile. <laughs> see that. Come on, really? <laughs> There's no in between with me. Either it's no smile. Ew, why would you do you that? <laughs> just, just lose your whole eyes, just all your eyes. And that's why I don't smile, so y'all can see my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all so much. Y'all be good. I'm, I just, I was in a cut up mood today, and Pastor Charles was just the, the, the target of my cut up. <laughs> uh, because he's he's such a target. I mean, he's so nice. This is great. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to bother him no more. I'm going to leave him alone because I was talking about he went and put this video on Facebook the other day and his head was glistening so he had just got a shave and a haircut two bits and I was like come on Pastor Charles, you better let t- tell Lady Charles to get that dog on Listen, tell Lady Reed to get that dog on picture down, that video down. You're going to have some <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you talking about that video where he was shouting and leading praise and worship? He was just shouting and leading praise and worship. You know he had a fresh haircut. His come head on. was different. <laughs> I said, come on, Jesus. Let him Jesus him, Jesus. You know what? See, I read something in church on Sunday and talking about clowns. And I said, some of y'all get mad about having clowns, but the problem is you won't stop going to the circus. <laughs> and all I'm going to say is, I'm going to leave that alone because I, I was about to cut up. I love you, Pastor Charles. Um, <laughs> no, it's been a great, it's been a great day. Uh, please, ma'am, please, sir, go look, look into not just purchasing your property at, uh, at a conventional, doing it the conventional way, but also look at it, look at some grants for your income, your tax bracket, look at some, some, um, they have programs in every state. They have programs in every state that will pay your down payment, that will pay your down payment and all of, you know, help you rehab the house. They, I mean, you name it, they have it. And I want you to please, ma'am, please, sir, do your due diligence and make sure that you are doing what is the best for you because uh, they have it out here for you uh, to help you out. And uh, so don't just think that your credit score, you don't need a 700 credit score. It helps. Come on now, that's good. It helps, yeah. but it is not, some people act as if it's a requirement. It really isn't a requirement, especially okay. if you're a disabled veteran. A disabled veteran, if you have a 600, it's like you having a 750. 800 so um because we have a va low that's a whole other conversation and we're not going to talk about that but um it's it's just please man please sir be smart if you're going to do it and do it wisely god bless heaven smile upon you is my prayer that makes sense okay thank you so much pastor jacob for coming in offering value offering comedy that's why i love with you know having conversation with people uh we could talk about god we could talk about real estate and we can talk about money all at the same conversation I appreciate you. What you say, Mama Land? Pastor Judd is so just here. You, you, your credit score only has to be like at 540, 550. So, yeah. For a home? For a home. Wow. That's how bad they want you to buy a house. Okay. You going to give me the money? I buy. That's crazy. I did not know that. So yeah, we we're gonna have to wake that up even more because I want y'all to even tell us like how do we do these grants on the house? Cause I didn't know you can get a grant on the house. That's what's up. Okay. Appreciate you, Pastor Jacob. Thank you so much for offering value to the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Coming in, like I said, with the laughter, with the content, with the everything. I really do appreciate you, man of God. Listen. <clears throat> Another highlight that, excuse me, my voice is still gone, but another highlight that I had this weekend is I met trouble from all Queens men. If y'all followed me last week, y'all know I said I met Miss Tandy, and Miss Tandy was a little crazy frequent. Well, this weekend I seen trouble, which was like the little thing, little lesbian strip or whatever, but I seen her, and I took a picture with her, but at the same time, I had my shirt off because it was hot outside. I was outside with them, and I had my shirt off, but when I posted the picture on my story, I had put the emoji shirt over me because I knew Pastor Jacob was going to talk about my chest, Lesbian. so when you... <laughs> I did, I had to put a shirt on the picture. <laughs> we give God praise. Uh, you're not to be outside at all with what you call the chest out. Uh, <laughs> what you said, with what I call a chest out? <laughs> call the chest out, because it's not see the definition of a chest. Wait a minute. Let me let me help you find it. The definition of a chest is to have some meat. You don't there's nothing we don't 
wait, we only find we don't find meat on you at all. So there is you don't get normal definitions. You you don't get body. You don't get you get you get frame. You just say frame. <laughs> you say frame. I had my frame out. That's what it's supposed to. My skeleton. You can say skeleton. That's another one. <laughs> Those two are yours. Yours and exclusively yours. We love God for you. But I can't um, use chest. I got to no, use skeleton use or frame. <laughs> you can't use chest. You can't use body. You don't have either one of those. I don't <laughs> I don't want you to ever feel like you can use any one of those until you get enough meat on your body to have body fat. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna leave that there. Um, Mama Lynn, you know, get him. You know what I found out, Mama Lynn? Krishan had her baby this weekend. She did. And it hurt my feelings because she's bringing that baby into that toxic relationship. We don't have to talk about that. Ooh, some Pastor Jacob, you was, oh, you should have been on time at church. We sure did talk about it. Cause I'm in love. I'm so invested in her having this child. I'm so invested. I'm, I'm, I'm praying so hard Me that too. she allows her parents or somebody who has one ounce of sense to, to, to help her raise it or to, to raise the child. Pastor, hold on, hold on, Pastor Jacob, because I think she's going to have what one of them, what I think most women go through when they have that baby and it's there, they get into that, like they tap into like a maturity state. So I think she's going to tap in, she's going to be there. But Blueface is who I'm concerned about. Well, why are you concerned about him? Because he the baby father, like... Even on the day your son is born, you on Twitter or on X, whatever it is, talking about another woman, like praising another woman. And go ahead and I get it because you got multiple baby mamas. But I feel like as men, we got to be men. Like, bro, your son is born. Why are you acting the ass? I mean, excuse me, but yeah. But see, you, you, you're you using that word men very loosely. Oh, okay. Yeah, calm, calm down, relax. Because I'm I'm sitting there and I'm looking at their relationship. So I did a deep dive, right? Monty, this is gonna bless you. I did a deep dive, and as I was doing a deep dive in the videos and the the everything that was out on Facebook about them, because my daughter was like, Dad, uh Krishan had her baby and she named the baby after herself. She named the baby Krishan. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. problems, a whole lot of problems. Um, and, uh, I don't know that, that, that may be the old school in me that, that the father is supposed to give the child direction. That's yeah. my, that's my own old school pastor Charles, please forgive me. Pray for me. But that makes sense. I mean, the father names the child because the child's name gives that child direction. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if your child has empty names or names that you just came up with on the side of the road, on the way to the hospital, while you were driving, uh, and screaming, you came up with a name, and you dashika and all of this stuff, <laughs> and, and we, we, just, we, we come up with stuff, and we we put it on our children, and we wonder why um, their definition is empty. It's because yeah. what we call them, we've been calling them emptiness the entire time we've been saying their name. Mm. Uh, so if we keep calling them emptiness, they become what we call them yeah. because we give them that direction. But anyway, I was just looking at it at, at the deep dive. I did a deep dive into their relationship and watching her. Uh, Lynn, I ain't, uh, Mama Lynn, I ain't playing with you. Stop it now. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm behaving today. Uh, but I did a deep dive and watched them, her fight her family outside for him. And, and yeah. she's 
they fighting and and uh, no, I'm in love and I done got a tattoo of his face on me and yeah. and I I'm I'm sitting and I'm looking at this young girl who is by all rights and by all definitions of of world standard she's in love she is uh, but the the problem is he has given her he has given her dreams but he hasn't given her commitment oh, and the problem God. is we fall in love with dreams we fall in love with possibilities but we never fall in love with the commitment and a commitment does not need 15 years in order for you to get it Ooh. most of the time we literally fall in love with the potential and not the person that's good we fall in love with the lifestyle and not the 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 truth the reality and so we got a whole lot of people. Come on now, because you're telling the truth. I'm not you're trying to put me, and I'm not doing it today. I'm off. No, um, go, go, man of God. Two so nice we got a whole lot of people. Right. Because I was talking to I was talking to these young ladies this past weekend, and I was telling them, I said, "Your the the high value man is not going to buy you a purse. He's going to buy you some land." Mm. A high value man is not buying you. Y'all not gonna say that to me. A high value man is not talking to you about buying you a new car. He's talking to you about buying you a new house, buying you real estate, buying you something that will potentially watch this fund your future, not something that is a constant attraction. If you're, and I was just telling my daughters, if what you, if what has come to you, does not present itself prepared for you. He's not ready. Stop having children. Stop trying to have children. Stop doing what it takes to have children with these people who are unready. Then you're Ooh. getting destroyed. You're getting hurt because now you have to live with the 18 year reminder of a mistake that you that you got to take care of and hope that he will do his part. Oh, God. Because you fell in love with the potential of somebody, not the truth of that person. The truth is, if he, every man, I can promise you this, I'll shut up. Every man that loves or wants something puts his name on it. I promise you. That's why it's important to have the deed to your house. I mean, you put your name on stuff that don't even belong to you. You signed the contract to the, the apartment you live in. Yeah. Your your car, you got your name on it. Your, 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 uh, you name it, you got your name on it. The question is, if you love me, why don't you have your... Why won't you give me your name? Mm. Why we got to wait 15 years for you to give me your name? That's good. That's good. Jackie. So it is. It and is. He's and he's telling I'm, the truth. He's telling the truth. He's telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I just feel like there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of people out here. Not real. And I answered the question for them. They asked me a question. I'm done. I promise you I'm done. That's my third time closing. I'm an old Baptist preacher. But they <laughs> asked me a question. They said, well, Pastor Jacob, why, if that's the case, then why aren't I married? Mm. I, I'm, why aren't I married? I said, because the problem is you're meeting his want and not his need. Oh, shut up. You don't fulfill his need. Every, every man will marry what fulfills his need. But play what what fulfills his wants. Mm. Oh. <laughs> the woman was not created in the image of God. Man was. Woman was created in the image of his need. It's not good for man to be alone. Let us make him a suitable helpmeet. 
So she was created in his needs image. Not okay, y'all not gonna say nothing. Okay, God bless. Hey, go. Go. You know, you lucky I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> you lucky I'm driving. Because this hit home. You said it in a way that I've been trying to explain to young women. Yeah. You don't want to walk the path I want. Yeah. You don't want to do that. That is not a fun path to walk. But by the grace of God, I made it. I tell married women, stop saying that you feel like a single mother because that's a cold slap in the face to me. Here you is, you got a helpmate, and you talking about you feel like a single mother. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, you don't. You don't even know what that feel like. Mama Lenny, what's crazy is What's crazy is people don't even realize that's why they make wedding dresses in all sizes because it's never been how you looked, how you uh, how you dressed, how you how much weight you have on you. If your butt was too big, your stomach outweighed your butt, your butt was bigger than your stomach. (laughs) If that were the case, they would only make wedding dresses in one size. And so because you make dresses in all different sizes, it's not your look, even though your look may have been what attracted him. And he, there are men who are attracted to larger women. So it's not your size. It's not your eyelashes. It's not your hair. It's not even your nails. Yeah, come on now. What, what a man will, a woman with a, Pastor Charles, and I need you to help me with this one, but a woman with a dignified and solidified yes is sexier than a woman in lingerie with yeah. a man. Yeah. If your oh yes, yes, sir, yes, is sir. stronger than okay, I'm gonna stop. I, this is not what this this conversation was supposed to go into. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'm gonna shut up. Listen, you talking no, right, no, man? Go back. Listen, because back, listen, back. let me tell you something. It's true. It's true. So my wife and I, we've been married now for thirty. We're at 34 years. We're at 34. And here's the funny thing about it is that I love her more than I did when I first married her. When I first married her, I loved her then. But it took growth. It took things. It took pressure. It took even her seeing other areas of my humanity that she would never have gotten to see had she not been living with me. And her still wanted to be with me as a result. It It didn't say we didn't fight about it. It didn't say we didn't have moments that we dealt with, but we made a decision that when we said for better or for worse, we meant that thing. And we found out that there are other people who've gone through worse. But the the only other piece that I would put with people now, especially young people who get married, that there is a time called menopause that's going to come. And that is going to be one of the most trying parts of your life. And if you can get through that, you can get through any thing so but it's gonna come it's gonna happen but you have to make some determinations in the very beginning my wife is more sexy now than she was then let me tell you why because i see her brain i see all of her Mm. and not just not just her body now her body is is, her body is is cake and icing it's the icing on the cake i should say um but our our time together and our being able to have little conversations you know sometimes even have a little small little bickerings that we can have and then at the, at the end of it, still laugh at each other. It's like, you know, you didn't have to say that like that. 
I know. I just was just whatever. You know, I was just testing it. You know, it's, it's crazy. We do, we do crazy stuff like that. But here's the thing. I was a product of a single parent family home. I was. And one of the things that kept me married is that I did not want my boys to experience what I went through. So yeah. I did what I needed to do to make sure that I was able to stay with my wife. Listen, every day wasn't hunky-dory, but let me tell you, it has been well worth the trip. They cannot go out of this life and say they did not have parents that was together. And so I did my best, and I did what I could do there. But let me tell you, uh, you can't. I, I, I hate this whole notion of feeling like, it's like, a forgive me for saying this, y'all, and here it is, it's probably going all around the world. I, I don't I don't get a white person saying, I know what it is. I, I know how you feel being a black person. No, you don't. Yeah, we're not relatable. Yeah. Wait, you know, how, about, how about the, here's the other piece. You're a male. You're a male. You're a man. And a woman saying, I know how you feel as a man. No, you don't. And yeah. vice versa. I do not know what it's like to be a woman. I do not have even the parts to be able to do that. So I will never, ever understand I can empathize that. with you, but I don't know that I can feeling. empathize, yeah. but I cannot yeah. sympathize. I oh, do sympathize. not know right. that. Yeah. yeah. You're, no, you're right. No, you said it right. I, I, might, I have empathy for you, but okay. I can't I can't be in a similar situation and yeah. say, I know what you feel like. But So that, that goes even closer. A woman who, ha- who has a single parent and then a woman who has a husband, you know, um, you may have some traits and some things, but for you to say, I know what it's like. I feel like a single mother. Listen, shut up. A single mother would want to have, if they have a, wanted to have a mate, they, they, it depends on the situation, but you know, uh, as long as they ain't being beat on and everything, there are folks that I know would rather have a mate uh, with them, helping them raise those kids. And let me tell you, that's it, it true, is, Pastor it, That's true. Yeah, you're right. It, it's, the re, it's real though, you know. I, I don't, yeah. I'm not forgetting. I'll say this. My mom said that to me a while back before, uh, a few months before she died. But she told me, I want a man. Son, I love you, but I want a man. I need a man. And yeah. I was saying to myself, I didn't say, I, I mean, I think back, back on it now. And I think about, you had a man, but you didn't like the man that you had. So then you try to look elsewhere, and everywhere you look, you couldn't pick the right one. The ones you kept picking were beating on you. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, my dad, now I'll just say this and I'm done. My dad didn't beat on her. My dad was was how he was, but in terms of he used to drink and stuff like that, but he yeah. was not yeah. a violent man. In fact, when she died, he loved her all the way through death. He loved her. And if she had taken him back, she would have had a way better life, but she didn't want him. And so these are kind of things that we really got to have uh, these hard talks about. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, you, you, you want what you, you, you say you want, you, you look at it, you say, I want that, I want that. Then you get it, and then you don't want it. Get yeah. it. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm done. That's my done preaching. I have a good day, y'all. I'm like that. Oh, no, thank man. you, Pastor Charles. I told y'all, y'all helped me build my curriculum for the month because y'all know I'm really trying to make sure that we're having conversations that build us all, as well as, you know what I'm saying, conversations that for the generations, not just, everybody want to be a prophet to the nation, but when I heard God call me as a prophet, he called me to generations, which is why I got older people here and younger people here, and we're all able to come to the table and have this dialogue because that's what's needed. So I appreciate that, Pastor Charles, because truth is, I'm going to have to, like, hey, 
you and Pastor Jacob and all the other married people come in and talk about like how do I continuously like this person? Like, granted, I liked her when I first met her, but at the same time, now I don't like her no more. And I'm supposed to be in this full lifetime commitment. How? Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we definitely gonna have to have those conversations. <laughs> I'm, I'm, can I can I change your life really quickly? I Go need two it. seconds. All right, so man was made in the image of God, right? Mm -hmm. So watch this. A man will do anything for the same thing God died for. Your yes. He is searching for a yes and a woman with a yes. Lord have mercy. Come on now. Think about what a yes will do. A yes will make a man spend three months worth of his salary to buy a ring to get on his knees. <laughs> Not for the wedding day, but for the wedding yes, the proposal. Yeah. yeah. Here, uh, a yes will make a man leave the family he already has. Come on, sir. <laughs> and raise children, another woman's children, when his children are not being taken care of. <laughs> yes, I'm just trying to help y'all to understand that the idea of a man needing your body is antiquated and old. So all of the things you're doing to improve your body is, is just in, inconsequential. Improve your yes and you'll have options. <laughs> that's crazy prove your yes and you'll have more options ah come on say something about a yes in my soul <laughs> yes sir yeah that 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 yes that yes that yes from the very beginning before you even get married you know you get that right yes, but you know? i was thinking about it before she said i do it's the yes that gets you yeah. <laughs> i mean i i i got on one knee and you know what i don't care what and I'm not going to allow society to make me feel bad about uh, where I did it at. We yeah. first had our very, 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 very first ever talk serious at a Denny's. And that Denny's, man, that Denny's been, been torn down. But I got on one knee at that Denny's and, and gave her her ring and said, will you marry me? I sure did. And the whole place, yeah. I, mean, I, wasn't, I didn't do it for that. But I did it because that was the place that I met her. Yeah. And that was the first place that we had our conversation. It wasn't, I wasn't being cheap because at that time I could have taken her anywhere that she wanted to go. But I knew that this, us, me doing it there would be the, would be meaningful. It would, it would, it would have, it would have that meaningful thing. And her yes then made me go and then uh, 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 start buying uh, furniture. <laughs> and it, made me start, it made me start looking into buying this for our first house. Our first, I showed did put everything on the line. I shut everything down so she could <laughs> so have this house. Showed did. And that, am I talking right, y'all? Yes, sir. He said to give her everything. <laughs> shut, listen, to, to this day, this day, I tell her I make the mortgage payment and usually I tell her Hey, honey, I made the mortgage payment. She's, oh, thank you. Man, she just loves it when I make the mortgage payment. I, some, people, some people some people, are like that. They just need to know that they're being taken care of, you know? And her, yeah, that yes right there makes me say yes. What you want? What you want? What you need? 
What you need, honey? Honey, honey, honey. Yes, baby. Yes. What you want, baby? What you want? What you need? What you need from me? What you want me to do? I, I, yes, I, I'll pick this house up and turn it over if you want me. What you want me to do? Baby? <laughs> I tell you, I, a woman's yes in the voice that you're in love with. A yes in the voice that you're in love with is more valuable than a mega millions lottery ticket. It'll make you, it'll make a man do whatever's necessary to keep hearing it. Now, if he's not in love with you, what he'll do is he'll take your yes and he'll exploit it. Mm. But you have to have parameters around your yes. Yeah. If you don't have parameters around you, there's some things you can't say yes to now, but you make, your, your promises of your yes will make a man do whatever is necessary to get the promise fulfilled. That's okay. Weird. That's good. That makes sense. I actually. How long, Drew? How long, Drew? I was asked three times by the same man, and each time I told him, "No." Mama, laying you low. Take uh, your earphone out. I can't hear you. I said I was asked three times by the same man, and each time I told him no. Uh, since we have. Uh, gotten older and he's grown up and gotten wiser he told me thank you for saying no because he knew he would have messed it up and destroyed me in the process so yeah you have to be wise uh i thank god for the wisdom and me being able to stand strong and say no yeah. uh we're good friends and we keep it that way uh, but, um, yeah, you have to be wise and you have to know when to say yes and when to say no and seek God to get great understanding and wisdom before you say that yes. And don't say the yes and then you get up to the wedding day and say, why am I doing that? And spent all this wet money, but it's still not too late to say no. Yeah. So you know when it's good, and you know when it's bad. Pay attention. You're right. See, listen, I ain't gonna count. Some part of me be want to overthink it. Part of me want to overthink it because you know all of us be wanting the perfect marriage, perfect relationship. When truth is, you'll never find that. But what you guys are teaching us and telling us no is how we build that relation to where we're not. You know, it's kind of like our faith; like it's something that will probably never be perfect, but you're perfecting it, and you have to be willing to walk through that process. So that's so powerful. Look, we got two guests on the stage, and I see my boy Michael then came in. I know Drew wanted to ask a question, but um, I see we got a guest on the stage i think this is your first time in rome and i don't want to mess up your name so you gotta tell me tell me how to say it is it quilita how, how you say it i don't I ain't even mess your name up it's okay yes qualita like quality quality okay qualita okay that's yes. easy all right yes. quality go ahead yes hey uh oh my god i've been in rooms with jacob and he always starting something okay <laughs> i was about to i was about to leave and then something told me, nope, stay in the room, stay in the room. You know, God, not something. God told me to do that. And when you start, God starts talking about Krishan because I've been following her for a little bit. And um, I think they had a video clip when she was in church and she gave ties. So she she yeah. knows God, you know, she yeah, knows she do. God. She do. Um, 
But what happened with Blueface, uh, very narcissistic, uh, even looking at those videos. Yeah, very narcissistic, very mentally controlling also. And uh, so I, I pray for it too. And then even when she fought her family, you know, family can be your biggest downfall, really. Yeah. Uh, it's like they know you in a situation, but I don't know. It's just, it's just like she was going through so much. And even now it was like a warfare kind of thing. I'm like, wow. But yeah. uh, guys, like, you know, my you said share a little testimony. So my testimony, yeah. And when I look at that, what Lynn just said, you'll know, no. Because uh, I, I left my child's father. Uh, I've been gone for like, what, five, six months, going on six months. Left my whole family behind. God, God told me to do that because, you know, we ain't wrestling with family. It's the spirits. But he, I, I had to go. Too much, too much was going on. And, uh, you know, my child's father, he tried to assault me domestically. And, uh, you know, God has been good to me and my children. We are in um, a domestic violence private house, but don't don't put pity on me and be like, oh, no, you, you're there. No, they, they've been taking care of us and we are protected. Everything is in the works and I know my place is coming soon. So everything is in the works. And what these controlling men try to do, they're such liars and manipulators. Oh, Lord. And uh, I just pray for her, but my testimony is I just give God thanks for keeping me because uh, the courts done gave my baby, my child's father, virtual appointments with these babies. And um, ugh, I don't even want him in our lives, but I'm learning to forgive. And I got to show love, guys, because like yesterday he tried to provoke me over that video chat and I was just dodging and dodging. Because, you know, when you say yes to God, you know, he, he gives you some kind of grace that you can even love your enemies and be in the face when your enemies try to test you. Yeah. So I'm just recording everything. You know, I got everything together. And, uh, yeah, guys, uh, I, I, I just thank God for favor. And I just pray that he keeps me strong. And uh, I'm so I'm, I'm proud of myself because he, he can't control me. So. He still try to control over the video chat, which can't happen. <laughs> you know, uh, God protected my children and um, a lot of people are on his side, even my own family. My own mother is on his side. So uh, that's OK. That's warfare. That's what comes with it. But um, yeah, guys, I'm, my testimony is just like God's grace. And uh, yeah, man, that that's it. I had to do my little testimony. I want to encourage you just a little bit because I hear your heart and I hear your story. And I tell people all the time, one thing that I don't want to do is just be someone who hear the words, but I also want to hear the heart. And hearing your heart right now, I'm glad you stayed into this conversation. I'm glad that you were able to get something from this conversation. And despite what you're going through, I hope that it continues to build you. Because truth is, and Pastor Jacob, I, want, I, I need to know if this is a real question to ask. But we, it's hard to teach people how to be families. Like, I ain't even a family. But even me trying to teach young men how to be young men, it's hard to even teach them how to be young men. And we start in families and we doing all this stuff. But sometimes people don't never want to sit down with us, encourage us, talk to us, and have these conversations that we have in this room so i 
pray that, you know, in this conversation, in the time that you've been here, that you were able to get something that not only builds you, but something that you can take back to your situation, to your family, apply it, and it worked for your good. Because the whole point of us having these conversations is so people can gain something that they can build on. Like I tell people, even within my company, The Limitless Alliance, we are the foundation, we're the infrastructure. I don't know if I'm the you're covering yet because I ain't trying to cover nobody. But at the same time, if we can give you the pieces, the foundation, little infrastructure to help you get to where you need to be, hey, that's all that we want to do. So I pray that this conversation bless you. Anytime you want to come back to hear Pastor Jacob act up, he going to be in here every day with us acting up. <laughs> But no, stay strong, stay strengthened. And anytime, like even if you have a question that you want to ask, if you have a topic that you want to introduce, feel free to send me a, 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 a what is it called, a DM, a private message, whatever, back chat, whatever. You can go to the website, send it in, and just continue to stay connected because I definitely believe that this conversation is going to continue to grow. And as it grows, I want you to grow with it. You know what I'm saying? And I hope this was a great impact on your life and we did something positive to bless you. With that being said, though, I see Drew had a question, so I definitely want to throw it over to my boy Drew. My 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 Drew, you a Gen Z or you a millennial? I don't know, but I'm throwing it over to my little brother Drew because I know he got a powerful little question that he gonna you know introduce to Pastor Jacob. But then after that, we're gonna go ahead and get ready to wrap it up because it's Tuesday, it's twelve o'clock. I gotta go eat and I gotta go do some work. So yeah, Drew, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Do do do. Man, one thing about you, uh, Prophet. Well, first of all, good morning, everybody, Prophet, um, Mama Lynn, uh, uh, Pastor Charles, Jacob, everybody in here. Um, I see you too down there, even uh, too, Michael. What's going on, man? Um, yeah. So, first of all, you always got something to do, uh, right after you, uh, in the rooms and log up off of here, bro. <laughs> you always. You stay having stuff to do, man. You're a busy man. But um, no. Uh, say what? I said got to. Got to be working, man. <laughs> oh no! Listen, I hear that. I'm look. I'm on board with that completely. No, but um, I just I really didn't want to say much. I just wanted to um say not only good morning but also to what um you guys were talking about and saying. I know I got here in here kind of late earlier, but um uh especially Pastor Charles and um and Jacob, Pastor Jacob, like I just yo, y'all, y'all are blessing me today, uh, with this um with this type of knowledge and especially like just what um what I should look for in a in a wife, but not only that, but what I should be doing, you know, for me uh to yeah. prepare myself as a husband. So yeah. Yeah, like it, it. Yeah, this is really helpful. I'm just sitting here receiving and listening, and I appreciate y'all. I will say this though, Jacob. The only thing that I that I will push back on is, uh, you know, you know how remember you said, um, a yes, uh, a yes from a, a woman is, uh, is worth more than a million dollar lottery ticket. Listen. I'm not rich. I'm not broke, but I'm not rich either. So I don't know if you're know, more to me than the ticket. Like, listen, I, I need some of that. Uh, I need some of that multi-million, billion-dollar, you know, dollars that they're giving away in the lottery. I, I need that. I don't know. If Bruce, I don't know if yes is that valuable listen, yet, Pastor Jacob. No, no, no. Exactly. I don't know if the yes is valuable. Because let me tell you something. 
Look, with a multi-million, with a multi-million dollar prize, he could get a couple like of women that, to say yes. Exactly. I, I was that. gonna say the millions leads to yeses. Right. right. Exactly. I've been saying he, he's trying to get a the couple of yeses. Will lead to multiple yeses all across the board. I'll be straight after that, and then I can just pick and choose. I, I mean, I'm gonna choose one, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna have fun while picking. You Drew, Drew, I've I never, you. Drew, I've never made a million dollars from a woman saying Come yes. On but I've definitely, right. on, I've man. definitely got a couple yeses from having a million dollars. Jacob, you ain't ready for that, buddy. I'm just like question that theology. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't ready for me, Mike. You know, you know I'll go there. Don't play with me. You do know that's I'll go there. I'm, I'm going to say this to you, Drew. I'm going to yes, say this to that's you. That's all I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hear what you're saying, and, and it's, it's very comical, but the reality is that when you are connected to the right woman, to the right yes, uh, she'll make your thousand dollars feel like a million until you get to the million. Come on, sir. You if right. You're connected, Come on, sir. If you're connected to the right woman, if Ooh. you have the right woman in your corner, that's a word. She'll because every see, as a man, I am a I'm an idea. I am an idea creator. I am a, I, she's an incubator. Mm. So I oh, can take Jacob. what I Woo. the right woman will take what I give her as it an idea and present it back to me as that's a business plan. That's if good. I have the right woman. Now, if I have somebody who was, who, so you said this, okay, watch this. You said a million dollars have got you women. Well, we're not talking about prostitution because prostitution <laughs> is where the million dollars, because if money brought you, brought her to you, that's nothing but prostitution. So um, a lot of times, if you're still in the place where you're looking for prostitutes, then yes, your, your, your winning lottery ticket will get you a few until your money is all gone uh, because you'll be more you'll be so busy um, spending your money on booty that, that you'll miss all your money because uh, every dime that you're willing to give they're going to take uh, but they're not going to stick then, around then call me judah i'm gonna oh, call man. you exactly that <laughs> <laughs> that's why i love you mike but uh, the, the 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 issue the issue is the issue is drew that anytime you have uh, a woman who not just loves who you are, but can produce the areas that you're weak in mm. and produce them in a way that does not emasculate you, but brings you to perfect health and perfect understanding that the two of you together will honor God and bless the community and bless your family. Uh, it will always put you in a better position than if you had a million dollars and you were just looking, because most of the time, if you're a millionaire like Mike, and you're looking for women, you won't be able to find one. Not one that that's worth keeping. Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. God bless you. Have a smile upon you. It's my prayer. I just, look, Michael, it's okay. Listen, I just want you to know I'm trying to get more like you, Doc. Right. Mike is our millionaire playboy. Uh, right. He is. Only on pay, only on paper. These assets ain't assetting like they were six months ago. I'll tell you that right now. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's like the uh, preaching church version of Bruce Wayne. I love it. He is. He, is. he got more money than we know what to do with. <laughs> Mike, I know you went in here for the conversation or whatnot, but of course, to close out the room, we always do like the weekend rewind, a testimony or whatever. So go ahead and greet the people right before we close on out, man. Praise the Lord, saints. I see Pastor Charles, Lynn, Jacob, JY, Quilita, welcome to the room. Brother Drew, um, God bless y'all. Um, 
this has been a um Pastor Charles, I think I talked to you. I can't remember what day I talked to you last week, but I talked to you very briefly. Um, um, if y'all don't know Pastor Charles Reed in real life, get to know this man. This Please man do. is really about his business. Uh, now, you know, I've had a, uh, this weekend was the first weekend, uh, Saturday, as a matter of fact, that I had, that I got to just do nothing. I didn't have anything to think about afterwards. I had two funerals last week, just came off of revival and a two-day church. Uh, my God, it was just, uh, it was a lot. So I was happy to sit in my bed on Saturday and do nothing. Um, Qualita, I just want to encourage you real quick. And as you were talking, um, I was uh, taken to Matthew 10, 34, 39. Don't think that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I've come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. For whoever loves father or mother more than me isn't even worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me isn't worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. And baby, it sounds like you are losing your life. And the great thing about losing your life is that when you develop that enmity between your household, when you and your mother are at odds, when you and your father are at odds, when you and your mother-in-law and your father-in-law are at odds, when you are what it seems like on a deserted island, just you and your babies, that is you finding yourself in Jesus. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And yeah. welcome, welcome, yeah. welcome, to, to not just being a believer, but welcome to being a follower, welcome to being a disciple or, or an apprentice good. of the carpenter, because I promise you, baby girl, he is going to put together everything that you need, and I'm excited for what he's going to do in your life. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. That's good, Mike. I you better born, talk, Mike. Word. That was powerful, dog. You better talk, <laughs> Mike. Man, what? only thing was missing was a huh, have I in between. <laughs> Mike, I need you to quicken real quick. Come on. Right. You got <laughs> to act Pentecostal real quick. Yep. That, that, was, that, that was all you're going to get out of him. That was all you're going to get out of him. <laughs> that was all you're going to get out of him. <laughs> that was a powerful word, though. Shut up. My Whoa, son, there it is. <laughs> Man, That's right. 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 Go, uh, Dr. Jacob, go ahead and give him a quick and for him. Quick and for him, real quick. Shake. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's why right. I this room because we know how to lift each other up and encourage each other. You know, that's that's why we that's why you got this room properly. This is this is a blessing. Room. This is a blessing because I was like, hold on, what am I going with this? But he ended up swooping it all around. I said, okay, okay, Baptist preacher with your story. Because y'all know, y'all know what who me is. <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? That book that book been in the Bible forever since the Bible been existing. But I don't really hear nobody really mention that that much. 
and talking. Or I haven't really heard anyone preach it either for real until like right now. It's like my first time ever really hearing someone use it. So uh, that was really, uh, really, really, really good. That was a word. Well, JY, you was the first yeah, one that popped here too. You might as well go ahead and give you give your spiel. Good morning. Well, you jumped over Pastor Charles was about to say something. Oh, Pastor Charles, I'm sorry. What was you finna say? My fault. No, no. I just heard people off mute. Listen, all, all I was gonna say was, listen, it's those kinds of things right there that really comes goes against the grain of what m- most people want to do. Nobody mm. want to be against their parents and against family yeah. and stuff like that and really lose all of that for the sake of Christ because, but, you know, yeah. Christ is still, even though we know who he is, he's inanimate to us. We don't see him. He's not yeah. here in this moment physically. So so sometimes trying to get all that, get you know, get to the spiritual side yeah. and realize what it is that God is really trying to tell tell us is that you've got to forsake all of this craziness so that his so that he can be glorified through your life. And that's the end of it. Amen. That's facts. That's facts. Come that's on, Pastor Charles. Right. I appreciate that, Bishop De- Dexanic. Hey, Prophet. Can I introduce? Can I introduce JY? Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, as we <laughs> as we prepare our hearts to hear the wonderful uh, alliterations, the wonderful nuances of God's voice through the one and the only, the man of God, who is the elder on flyers. The elder that seen so <laughs> all across the country, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, God's favorite son, outside of myself, the one that God favors <laughs> above all, James Eduardo Yancey. It's the Eduardo. <laughs> Help him, Lord. <laughs> I received that though. I received that. I'm not gonna even hold you. He said something in there. I'm gonna receive it. Receive that. Uh, but it's Alexander, uh, Eduardo. I don't know who that is. But uh, <laughs> praise God, everybody. And I for sure ain't no junior. Um, you know, my first name is my father's middle name. But yeah. Anyway, how are everyone doing? Yeah, don't mess um, up my introduction. Oh, you don't finish? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was done. But don't you be messing. I'm up. not messing. I, I, okay. Okay, don't be trying to explain. Dr. Jacob, come on now. I know, I know, I know you. And if you were being introduced (laughs) as a speaker, if someone messed up your bio, you didn't go. You ain't gonna just take that and just keep going. <laughs> you go. I don't even give him a bio. I just, I just want you to introduce me as the man of God and add the D. You gotta have a D. <laughs> well, that's a good question. So, Pastor Jacob, do you prefer your wife to introduce you, or you prefer like to have like something like that, like an introduction with like? Because I think people's wife always introduce them the best. I don't, I don't prefer an introduction at all. I, I really just, it's time for me to go. Uh, all right, here, here he is. That's just, I'm good with that. I'm really, really good with that. Jacob, um, I like I like theme music when I come out. Don't introduce do. me. Just give me my theme. Music. The big what, the what? beginning All right, version. Sanders, where are my music? Listen, listen, the beginning version of uh, Ego by Beyonce and uh, Kanye West. Just Kanye West portion. I did. That's my intro. <laughs> I would have thought that you were gonna say Shaq. Uh-uh. I, I really uh-uh. would have thought you were gonna say Shaq. Uh-uh. Say, he's a bad somebody, mother. You want to walk out? You want to walk into the pool a bit like Steve Harvey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Music, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Don't 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 do nothing. <laughs> just just when it's my turn, put my theme music on, and I know. 
Lord what y'all mercy. know about a supermodel? <laughs> Michael coming out with his cigar, just chilling. <laughs> Why he put a cigar in your mouth? God, no. Lord Jesus. Oh yeah, good old Cuba. What, so what? What? Um. Uh. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh. But I'm not really big on super introduction. Like even when I do comedy, I just say. You know, JY originally from Cincinnati here in Austin or whatever, something like that. I don't have to go into too much because I kind of want to just get straight to it. I'm already nervous, so <laughs> it'll make me even more nervous or have to go back and and redo something because someone said something wrong or whatever. You know, but um, no, nah, man, it's great. Um, I think everyone kind of did check ins and stuff, but um, this weekend was fairly. I don't know. It's kind of chill. I'm trying to think. What do we do? I know uh, we cooked. Twice, Deborah cooked on Sunday. Cooked a almost a Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I barbecued yesterday, and then uh, I don't know what else, but I don't know. It just kind of came and went. Um, yeah, I gotta preach. Right, I seen that. Tell us about that flying that we seen. Oh Lord, uh, yeah. So <clears throat> was really inspired by what's coming up in the. Um, Jewish calendar of what the new year is really is coming up. Rosh Hashanah and Yakupur. Yeah, and Yom I, I've been. It's been a rough year for your boy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was so eager about the turnaround that's coming around, and I've been talking to my apostle about what's going on, and he was, he was all for it because you know he kind of studies that he studies that as well, and I was like. I, I want this so bad to get out of whatever this is and go into the next. That it's, I was like, if I have to put on a celebration <laughs> to kind of push it over, to push it over, we doing it. So I spoke to the apostle. We came up with this program. <laughs> um, and the uh, man on the top is is uh, the pastor of the church I attend. And then um, the young lady is um, actually re- became really, really good friends with my wife and actually looking to her she's a prophet and looking towards my wife as well for like you know prophetic guidance or whatever we like we're really we're being used like crazy and so um i am right now beginning myself on this journey to really just be on my face to really hear from the lord and see what god gonna say but uh yeah i didn't expect him to give me the do sunday morning um it supposed to have been like during the weekday and he said i want you to do it on sunday morning i want you to speak sunday morning so here we are um, I'm excited. Check, check your I back channel, it. JY. I got it, Mike. I, I, I tell you this. There's a few people I'm going to reach out. <laughs> you definitely is one of them about this. Um, you know, um, you know what the Lord got you saying right now. You know the atmosphere. You know He's speaking. Like, what, how you I thinking? know is that a lot of people are going to be. It's going to be. A, I'm, I, uh, Cincinnati asked me, like, I don't want to get into my stuff, you know, but a lot of people are really, they need this. They need turnaround that's about to happen. Is A lot of people do. And um, some people are already seeing it now, but it's going to be a lot of people that's going to just see a whole big difference of what's been going on. A lot of people heard a lot of no's this year. I for sure have a lot of no's. A lot of doors closing, a lot of doors that are locked. Um, a lot of doors that I thought was open 
but it was just a screen door. It's new. A lot of, yeah. a lot of things. So um, um, I believe it's going to be a true, true turnaround for those who are obedient. I got to make sure I put that in there. It's not going to be just like, you know, there's still prerequisites yeah. to the blessings of God. But for those of us who has been obedient and didn't give up, didn't throw in the towel, didn't, you know, do this, that, and the other, there's going to be some benefits that we're going to be able to receive. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I receive that. I, I receive that. What's interesting is people, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people do know. But like most of the times when I prophesy things, just because I also want to keep track of God, I write it down. And JY, what you're saying literally fell in line with the prophecy that I wrote for this year for a lot of people. Because I tell people all the time, like, I can give personal prophecy, we can give court prophecy, we can give, you know what I'm saying, prophecies for the season, whoop, 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 whoop. But like, you're, what, what you're saying is literally what has been seen and what I've written down. And literally, if you look at the prophecy, I said this was the year of the home stretch. Well, a lot of people is like, yeah, you're going to go through that last season. You're going to go through that third round but as we go through this last shift things are going to happen so the fact that you're saying that lets me know that in this next i ain't even gonna count i think the next 60 days a lot of people are going to see some major breakthroughs some major blessing and i'm kind of excited for it because truth is for those of us that are aware we I think we're going to use that time to prepare us for next year. A lot of times we wait to December, we wait to January, but no, for those of us that are spiritually inclined, for those of us that has the resources, that has the provision, that has the things that we need already in place, we're going to set ourselves up for a great big turnaround as we go into the next three months as well as the next year. So I'm in agreement with that word, dog, and I appreciate you. And I'm glad to see you, you know what I'm saying, getting active in ministry, you know what I'm saying, out here preaching in these streets and stuff like that, because I'm definitely going to be toned in. I might not show up, but I'm going to be there in spirit. I'm going to be toned in. I'm going to be watching. You know what I'm saying? And if you need something as far as support, you know what I'm saying, you need me to share the flies and stuff like that, please feel free to send them to me. I tell y'all all the time, the least I can do is shout y'all out. The least I can do is be there and support virtually because that's what our community needs. We need some extra light. We need a sunshine, something like that. So, bro, appreciate you. And like I said, if you need to send me some, hey, we'll promote you. We'll shout you out and all this other stuff. And I'm also glad that you're also connected to the resources in this room, like a Michael, like a Pastor Charles, like a Jacob, like a Mama Lynn, so that you can have something to pull on as well. Amen. So yeah, I appreciate you, dog. Oh yes, sir. And, um, um, and my wife, Prophet, Prophet Deborah, is going to be the mistress of ceremonies of um, the whole weekend. So uh, you guys will be able to hear her um, minister as well in the way. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's getting definitely. Well, make sure y'all send us the link so we can watch it live. Cause y'all know I'm always trying to be on somebody's live stream. So make sure you send it uh, to the group chat or whatever. And y'all know, like, once y'all send it to me, I send it out to the group chat on Facebook, to the group chat on Instagram, whatever case may be, just so we all can be there virtually to try to support you and listen, you know, to the word. Don't send don't send it to me. I'm I'm mad because I'm just mad. You know, I, you know, you know Pastor Charles, you say, you, I love you. You, you want to see people successful. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I love you, Pastor Charles. What you say? I told Pastor Charles I love him. I'm still getting used to these um photo messages. I'm used to seeing the actual typed out messages, but now I'm getting these photo messages on Sunday. Oh, somebody for his Sunday messages. Yeah, I'm used to seeing the actually typed out. Now he's getting sitting to these 
these uh, screenshots and stuff. These screenshot messages. I still love them, bro. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious, dog. Uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pastor Charles, we asked for ministry gifts, not ministry gifts. I'm weak. <laughs> the G-I-L. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Michael, be, be kind, sir. You know, you're, you know, I love you. You talk very proper, and that's one of the reasons I love you. Don't, but don't, don't, don't cross my path now. Yeah. I love it. Well, listen, yeah, it's time for us to get out of here. It's twelve o'clock. I need to go fix me some lunch, and of course, because I had an off day yesterday, I'm actually literally got to catch up with you know a couple people, pastors, members, all this other stuff. People telling me you can check my back channel, so it's time for me to get to work. Um, but I appreciate you guys, and I thank God for this space. Like, this is one of those safe spaces where we can come in and have great conversation amongst the brother, amongst the sister, and, or however we say it. You know what I'm saying? And just talk about God, talk about life, talk about what builds us, talk about what hurts us, and be transparent and in safe spaces where we can grow together. So I appreciate you guys so, so very, very much. But with that being said, I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Charles so he can pray us on that, because that's my clubhouse pastor. Pastor Charles, he's going to go ahead and pray us out, and then I'm going to see you all tomorrow as we continue these conversations. Pastor Charles, it's on you. So, Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, I just thank you right now. I'm sitting here at this gas pump, and I just heard the thing snap because I just filled up my tank. Lord, <laughs> you are so good. You are so good to us. Lord, even the little things, Lord, you let us see your goodness and see your grace, grace and we thank you for that, Lord. You're a great God. And Lord, we give you great praise. Lord, let this day be full of your power and strength and let it be full, Lord, of, of purpose and destiny and loaded with opportunities and possibilities. Bless us this day for your glory. Thank you for what we heard today. And Lord, let it be applied to our hearts that we can be able to become the people of God you're calling us to be in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. I appreciate you guys so much. All right, y'all. I think that's it for today. Like I said, I'm going to go out and fix me something to eat, and then I got to get to work and make these calls and everything. But I pray that you guys have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day. And I pray that we'll see each other again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. I love you. I'm praying for y'all, and I'll see y'all tomorrow. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye!